Hello, welcome to another episode of Babbling and Dabbling. I'm your host, Camden Hill. With me today, as always, is my co-host, Scott Barnhart. We are joined today by two very special guests. One, Jake McDaniels. One, Kyle Glover. Sorry, I didn't mean to cut you off. I didn't know you were going to say something right as I said. (laughs) 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 All right. So, uh... Brain fart. Ooh, fucked us fall Fuck. up, man. Yeah. Well, I normally like try to get the names out and then like, you know, you say some things. Yeah. But <laughs> and then he leaned forward and I almost like knocked him in the head. <laughs> so I'm trying like a lot of shit almost happened. Because <laughs> that laptop's in front of you again, man. I'm just well, well. What? Blame producer. I wanted to take it, but you're like, yeah, I want my laptop. My vagina hurts. I was going to, I fucking, fuck you. <laughs> I don't English very well when I get upset, so I'm just give up on sentences sometimes. <laughs> All right. Anyway, if you'd like to follow us on social media, as always, or if this is your first time as of right now. God damn it. Why do I keep doing that to myself? Anyway, at Babbling Dabbling, Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, we are there. B-A-B-B-L-I-N-D-A-B-B-L-I-N. If you'd like to follow me personally, Camden. Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, all at dflamingo187. Scott, hit them. Uh, if you guys want to keep up with my music, you can find me at soundcloud.com slash hazardwave, spelled H-A-Z-A-R-D-W-A-V-E. And uh, links to my other socials are there. And I just released uh, an album titled, okay, well now it's going to be a while since the album's been released. <laughs> but as of when this episode comes out, at some point I released an album titled <laughs> Calamity Cafe, and you can pick it up everywhere. Yeah. Streaming um, or... We can purchase it. Yeah. Go back and check it out. It's out there still. It'd it be out there. It'd be out there. And, um, uh, Newt. You can find me on Instagram, uh, Newt Dog, Newt underscore Dog, D-A-W-G. And uh, my Spotify is Newt with a period at the end. All my social media links are in the bio. Newt spelled N-O-O-T? Yep. Okay. N-O-O-T, period. Period's important. Nope. I'm all okay. From, I'm all, all right. <laughs> Producer man. All right, uh, check me out. Man. Anyway, um, <laughs> <laughs> um, check me out on Twitter, BrandonCon19, Instagram, Comedy, and Facebook, BrandonCon-StandUpComic. Hit me up, and I really need to just get one name for all of them to make this a hell of a lot easier for anyone <laughs> trying to find me. Um, and... Uh, yeah, I guess I shouldn't even bother plugging my other shit. Go ahead. Cool. Hey, are you recording your, your vocals? Yeah. Okay, I was about to say. I it's just, we can't hear it because it's not. It's oh, a separate yeah, recording. Yeah, I, I know yeah. that. I'm just making sure he, uh, making sure. Yeah, I made sure this time. Everything's going good on his end, too. Yep, we're good. All right, cool. So, um, you know what? I don't fucking, I should have checked before. Hard man. segue into the intro. Go. Uh, welcome to the show. This is babbling and dabbling. You already know we are podcast. Yeah, we babbling and dabbling. Podcast. Yeah, we babbling and dabbling. Babbling and dabbling. Babbling and dabbling. Uh. Uh. Welcome to the show. This is babbling and dabbling. You already know we are podcast. Yeah, we babbling and dabbling. Podcast. Yeah, we babbling and dabbling. Babbling and dabbling. Babbling and dabbling. Uh. <laughs> okay, so everybody to the right of me lost their fucking mind just a second ago. <laughs> that shit was That's fire. What, yeah, yeah, we be, we we be killing that shit. Um, anyway, I'm gonna give this over to Scott because I don't know what the fuck's going on right now. Scott, go.
All right. Uh, <laughs> so the reason I have Kyle in here today as well is because uh, we all used to be in a band together called Reaching for Resolve. You are a bass guitarist. You are a vocalist. And um, now you have a project called Newt. Mm-hmm. And uh, talk about that a little bit. When did that start? And uh, what kind of music is it and stuff like that? So um, Newt came from, it's actually a nickname from when I was in high school. All of my friends used to call me Newt Dog. Um and it just kind of stuck with me. My All my friends, Desmond Slayton, gave me that name back in my freshman year of high school. And that's just what all of the cool kids would refer to me as. So I thought I was cool. So I just yeah. stuck with that. I thought. It's like you thought. Bitch, you thought. And um, I just uh, I have always had a passion for music, of course. And um, just in the recent years, I've been looking into more production, music production. So I've been building a studio at my house and honing in on my engineering skills. And I've been doing a lot of solo stuff recently under the name of Newt. And um, it takes a very fucking long time because I'll always find something to go back and correct. And just to perfect it, I'm yep. a pretty bad perfectionist when it comes to my own music. Um so usually I'll I'll really I've been releasing singles recently, but I'm actually currently working on a full length album. So it'll probably be out in 2024. <laughs> <laughs> now, what would you consider your genre? Because that when you first started, you were making like lo-fi type yeah, stuff. Yeah, yeah. But it seems like you've been introducing some more like vocals and pop, a little bit more pop and yeah. Stuff like that. So a big inspiration is a. Uh, 21 Pilots, I know people are probably going to cringe over that, but um, <laughs> <laughs> but, um, I really envy Tyler Joseph as a musician, so I've been doing a lot of solo stuff. I started making beats just to kind of uh, fill my way around the production life, and uh, after that, after putting out six or eight beats on my Spotify, I bought a lot of gear probably limited out a credit card or two, but we won't talk about that. (laughs) (laughs) So I've been a stay-at-hold up in my room just trying to work on shit, and sometimes it works, sometimes it doesn't, but uh, it's just a learning process right now, but I've been enjoying it a lot as a solo artist. So Hell yeah, man. I've been uh, liking what I've heard so far from what you have made. Um, any chance we'll be able to hear some of it today? We'll, cause you got yeah. some of it up on Spotify, don't you? Yeah, I've got a, a few good songs on Spotify. Um, I want to show y'all part of the new single that I haven't released yet, but I actually don't have the file on my Google Drive. At the Do you moment. have it on your phone? A way to listen um, to it? No, I don't think it's on. Because we can Bluetooth it into the, uh. I'm trying to think. I think I just put an instrumental on Google Drive. There's no vocals on it because for okay. some reason on this particular single, I cannot get the vocals right. <laughs> Could you just acapella the whole song? Uh, <laughs> right now, let's do it. Lay it down. Do, do, do. But no, it is. It's coming to a close. It should be out fairly soon. I just got to mix the vocals a little more and. It'll be wrapped up. I'm going to release this single, and then I've already started to piece together the album, but that'll probably be later in 2020. Um, TBA. <laughs> okay. Awesome, man. Um, well, have you uh, You haven't done any live shows as Newt yet, have you? No, and that's why I was waiting on the full length, because as of right now, um, I don't really have enough material to perform a full-length show. Yeah. Um, even like 20 minute 25 minute show I just I'm not 
quite there yet, but I am aiming for that. I do plan on doing that after the full-length album. So uh, that's something I am looking forward to. I'm just trying to be careful not to rush anything as far as writing goes. So I'm taking my time on the writing process just to make sure I don't miss anything. All right. Well, uh, if you don't mind, to fill these guys in on what you do, can we yeah. play one of your songs from yeah, Spotify sure. real quick? Mm-hmm. If you don't mind. I got, I'm, right. I'm already hooked up to Bluetooth, so I'll just pull it up. All right. You're N-O-O-T, yeah. period. Yeah, I didn't realize it. I was already hooked up until, like, just a second ago. I heard my phone click. <laughs> I'm like, oh. <laughs> Time I'll take a look at myself in the mirror as I attempt to find the man who will paint the bigger picture. But I'm lost and afraid, for I can see the way through the thunderstorm that clouds my days with acid rain. I remain to maintain my lane, looking through the window pane as all the drivers pass me by while I rack my brain. Of all the times I've ever failed to execute, the target slipped from my hands, helpless. I couldn't shoot. I'm tired of living a life led. By my insecurities, I hunt the insides of my head Am I broken? Is there something to be said? Maybe someday I'll be stronger than the water that I tread Got the world up on my shoulders, feeling like I can't breathe Devil's in my dreams, he won't let me sleep Staying steady on the grind, talk is cheap Heavy on my mind till I kill the beat This could be the greatest time of my life But there's no Time to say wrong way Wondering if my mind's lost faith I fell behind but that's okay I'm sorry, I'm just scared of the future Sometimes I just wish that my life came with a tutor To help me blend right in Maybe then I could love life a little smoother Sometimes I just wish that I didn't wake up needing a booster But for now, put my life into this ink pen Go joy riding on a crash course with the sunshine and let it sink in I'll begin to breathe some life into the page Drink a little happiness and free my mind from this cage Got the world up on my shoulders, feeling like I can't breathe Devil's in my dreams, he won't let me sleep Staying steady on the grind, talk is cheap Heavy on my mind till I kill the beat This could be the greatest time of my life But there's not much keeping me from going under Gonna wake up, get up on my feet and fight Loving that chorus, man. <laughs> Thanks, man. This was actually one of the first songs I was like really happy with the vocals. Yeah. Yo, that's some good shit, man. Uh, where can I pirate it? This could be the greatest time of my life. But there's not much keeping me from going under. Gonna wake up. I won't let up 
actually going to say something about that. <laughs> Makes you want to bounce, dude. That's fire, man. That's awesome, Thanks, man. I, I haven't heard that one yet. I was super happy about that one. So it was one of the cleanest mixes I think I've done so far. So yeah. I was really happy with it. And from out. head to toe, you did all of that. Like yeah, yeah. Everything, I, yeah, everything that I do is 100% done by me right now. So that's why I, it takes forever, but it feels very empowering to know that it's 100% me. Yeah. So it's pretty cool, man. It's a good experience. Um, have you collabed with anybody yet? Like had anyone no, else on? I've had a few people that messaged Yikes. me about doing it, but um, it's it's I I've recently I've really been enjoying being with myself and creating. Aspect, yeah. yeah, I've really been enjoying the solo aspect, but I would never be opposed to collabing with somebody. I've just never done it before. It's a little intimidating because I don't know. Yeah. I feel like there's fear of like clashing, like with the creative process with each other and yeah, things like that. Thing. It's kind of freeing just to be able to freely write whatever you want. Like it's everything you want, but it's a lot more work to put into it. So yeah, I fucking know, man. <laughs> yeah. fucking music engineering dude is a fucking pain in the ass. It is very expensive too. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um. So, so you have live show experience, correct? And even though that oh, was yeah. under Newt, but you have played in a few other bands, including the band that we played right, in. Right, right. And uh, so I'm going to go ahead and jump right into my favorite question. Yeah. Uh, what is one of your most memorable or worst bombing experiences? And if you have any, <laughs> feel free to share yours as well. <laughs> so um, one of the most memorable shows was with Reaching for Resolve, and it was probably, I think it was the first show I'd ever played, and it was at that church. Oh, the river? The river, yeah, yeah, man. That was a cool night, man. I really enjoyed that thoroughly because it was my first live show experience, and um, it was just really cool to be playing material that we wrote and people were just genuinely vibing out to it. Like, seeing that type of connection with your crowd is really empowering and feels great, so. Yeah. I think you, uh, by bombing, I mean, like, it didn't go well. Like, <laughs> Oh, no, that wasn't a bomb, no. <laughs> no I'm, I'm talking about, like, what was one of your worst show experiences? Oh, worst. Shit didn't go right. Like, <laughs> Oh, man. Well, this actually wasn't with Reaching for Resolve. This was I with sure hope not. <laughs> my previous band, um, A Year in Review. We had traveled all the way to Tennessee to a festival, um, Howl for Hounds. Great experience, but the the setup and the sound system – was complete garbage, honestly. The, at the It was like an amphitheater setup. Yeah. But um, there was only three of us because one of our guys dropped out, like, last second. So we were already there. We drove all the way to Tennessee. So we're like, we're going to play this fucking show no matter what, like, we have yeah. to. So it was me on bass and vocals, and Don was on drums, and Dustin was on rhythm guitar and lead guitar. And... um. In the moment, it was really great. Like, we thought we were doing really well, but uh, they recorded every performance from each band. And later that night, after the show, we're like, fuck yeah, dude, we just killed that shit. And then we go back and watch the video and the quality, and it's terrible. And, like, I'm singing way out of tune because oh, I'm no. just, because I like to be. Look at this crap. <laughs> So that was probably the worst. I mean, it was fun in the moment, like I said, because, for one, we couldn't really hear each ourselves, so we didn't know we were doing that bad. But um, after the fact, you know, it was just kind of like a cringe moment. Yeah. <laughs> I'm glad I did it, though, because it was a really cool um, staff and the 
you know, the whole experience was cool, but uh, overall performance, not so well. Yeah. <laughs> I actually, Man, I, still I still could not believe that, like, Chris did not have strap locks. <laughs> you and me did have strap locks, and our guitars the only I, ones I that ever the strap ever possible. came. That's just, like, literally the That's nut. That's because he never moved. He just sat there, like, bobbing his head. <laughs> Stiff <laughs> bastard. But, like, the nut out of my bass guitar... Like, instead of the lock coming off, the whole fucking nut came out of the body of the yeah. guitar. Like, it just stripped the fucking threads. Like, the lock, there was no locking. It was just ripping it out of the fucking guitar. And then the plastic one I had just broke oh into pieces. God, yes, it just dude. fell apart. Yeah. <laughs> it just disintegrated. I'm pretty sure, like, on uh, Big Daddy's house, I, pulled, I think I remember stepping on, like, your bolt. Yeah, <laughs> I remember something business. happening. No, that was, that was looks important. Oh. That was the sh- Wait, I don't think, yeah, your, your strap didn't break on a Big Daddy's house, a pool show, did it? I think it was at, um, it's either at Buffalo... The Buffalo Grants. Bills? It was Grant's. Grant's, Grant's dude. Yes, man. Yeah, that was it. <laughs> that was embarrassing, man. Um, and then that one show. Oh, Swayze's. At yeah, Swayze's. Dude. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, your strap broke twice, That's man. Because it. <laughs> it was Swayze's. Swayze. Show. Didn't well, I Grant's... knock over some water there? Like, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> as soon as I got on stage, touched over with all of the equipment. Oh, Swayze's. <laughs> yeah, because it, it happened at Swayze's, and then it happened again at Grant's. You were just like, <laughs> what <laughs> i'm pretty sure i had to like hoist my guitar for a good while yeah. like <laughs> i had no to finish the song out and yeah Swayze's yeah. <laughs> was one of my favorites like it, it wasn't my favorite I, I, i'll get my, my worst and, and yeah. best experience but like Swayze's was awesome because my enemies and i were there oh, and yeah. they were oh, dude, fucking an amazing yeah. band like yeah. they, like they're they're definitely going they places. were legit as fuck yeah. Yeah. yeah i think they have a different vocalist now though oh really no yeah. same vocalist oh, he, he just changed his look up a lot oh, okay. he got blonde hair yeah yeah, yeah okay he dyed all right. it all right his voice sounds different yeah he changed his style up a little bit yeah I, I don't, I don't mind it. I yeah. like that song, Perfection. So yeah, oh, Perfection that, yeah, so good. yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah, your what yeah, was your like, what was? Oh, okay, so that was why you were prepared because we played with my enemies and I. Yeah, and yeah. then we went to Huddle House and saw them there afterwards. Yeah, yeah, yeah <laughs> we did. I forgot about that. No, it was Steak and Shake. <laughs> steak and Shake. Yeah. yeah. No, like my, my favorite was probably when we played the uh, uh, Battle of the Bands. Yeah, oh, Bob Bills. Was, yeah, wow. was I felt like we sounded so good. I, I, I felt like that was the pinnacle of our performance. I our agree. sound like we, we fucking destroyed it, and we got beat out by some guy that like, sounded like he was screaming from the depths Gollum. of hell. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you sounded like, oh my god, dude! My it dad was so loud. <laughs> that night, my parents were there, and my dad after they had performed. Not my dad, but they were watching that guy. What was his name? Do you know what that band was? I can't even remember his name. I can't remember the guy, he commented on his performance. He's like, my dad doesn't listen to Screamo and shit. Like, he doesn't know what's going on. He's just there to support us. And he's like, that guy, that was a very interesting (laughs) performance. He was, like, trying to get into it, but he just doesn't know how to take it. This dude's, like, fucking screaming his eyeballs out on stage right in front of him, so he's just, like, Seconds to Infinity, was it that one? Oh, yeah. That might have been No, they were one of the bands, but that wasn't the one that... They were the best one there that night. Yeah, (laughs) Yeah, yeah, (laughs) I agree. Besides us. The exception (laughs) of us. (laughs) I I think, like, metal is kind of, like, for some people, how get introduced to EDM is. Yeah. Like if, if, yeah. if you don't understand the nuances of what's going on in the song, like it just sounds like. <laughs> yeah. But like you just start listening to the hi hats, you start listening to the bass pattern and stuff like that, and all of a sudden, like it's like okay, it's got yeah interesting. What I liked about that show was like how different every band was. Yeah. It like yeah. showed like a really big spectrum of yeah. metal, and like 
I liked them all being put mm-hmm. together. Because mm-hmm. even that one band that was like, damn near a hair metal band. Yeah, dude, yeah. I was literally just about to say that. They were literally after, they were like, band. man, that was sick the way y'all were all headbanging in sync. I'm like, yeah. that's not a new thing. Like, <laughs> that's pretty common in our genre. <laughs> I, I always thought we had the best like live performance. The only yeah. one that maybe rivaled it a little bit was Illusionist. Yeah, um, But yeah. I, I still oh, think yeah. we had the best, like, uh, synchronization, right, right, like, right. But yeah. across, across the board, we, even, even I remember we we had some conversation with Chris every once in a while. I was like, all right, yeah. Chris, you gotta do, you gotta do a little head, yeah, <laughs> just a little bit. And then he started going ham, yeah. like, yeah. <laughs> in his own Chris style, like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I, I remember at the that um the the show we played at the river. That was like it was one of my favorite shows, but it was also like one of my least favorites, just because like we we, we had some of the best we were pictures so there. Yeah, yeah, yeah like it was the yeah. first time and everything. Like my, for for me, that was my worst experience because that was before I kind of grew into myself as a, as a, <laughs> myself as a vocalist. As, like like you know, as, as a male vocalist, you kind of have that aggression a yeah. little bit, and you start kind of commanding the crowd yeah. a little bit. But I remember, like, at one point, I think it was uh, Strength Unknown, and I was like, if you guys want to have a little something going, that'd, that'd be, be cool. awesome. Yeah. <laughs> that'd be really cool. Yeah, that'd be cool. And no, just stand man. there looking at you wide-eyed, like... <laughs> yeah. And I remember, we, we had some good pictures of that one, too. Like, that was, uh, yeah, that was really good footage there. There's a couple of videos on YouTube, so... Yeah, that's what I was thinking. And Chris's hair, like, he's going up, and his, his, fa- his face is going up like this, and his hair is like... <laughs> Didn't you oh, man, uh, run times. us through uh, the age, the face age thing? You oh, the, the face app? Yeah, you said pictures. Look older. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it looked horrifying. <laughs> like you're just an old-ass band. Just... <laughs> it, 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 it's like a 50-year reunion for a band no one's ever heard of. Yeah. <laughs> oh, man. Uh, good fucking times, Good dude. times, man. I miss real. playing shows so much. <laughs> yeah, me too, man. Reunion show? I'm down. Okay. <laughs> I'll do it, dude. I don't remember any of the board. lyrics or any of like. It's <laughs> you don't need to. Yeah. <laughs> I remember like three of the songs. Yeah. <laughs> I think I wanted them. Like I kept changing the, the lyrics. Like every time we would perform. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> changing the lyrics. So, like Scott's like, what, what, I don't remember this. Right? Um, yeah. Because it was one of the. Yeah, you changed the lyrics of something that I wrote one of the times. <laughs> and I was like, either he fucked that up or I fucked up writing it. I don't. <laughs> yeah. Oh shit. Um. You got anything, Kevin? I'm just letting y'all fucking uh, have your moment, man. <laughs> it's been a long moment, dude. I'm I know. You, guys. No, you know, y'all, y'all, were, y'all were just going smooth as shit. I'm like, I'm not going to jump in and fucking run anything. Well, I actually got a thing that was um, the whole, you know, you didn't realize that you were singing off tune. Like, yeah. at that time, you were like, yeah, I'm kicking ass. And <laughs> like, so get this shit. Um, I used to live in with the misconception that I had musical talent. Mm-hmm. And... Um, <laughs> And um, so me and my friends, when we were like freshman year of high school, we started a little garage band called Hand Check. Yeah. And, um, I kind of like it. <laughs> feel free to take it. We're Drink obviously not punk. together anymore. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> like, the, worst, the worst second word you could have gone with at the end of hand. <laughs> well, I mean, where we got it from was like, you know, whenever we watch uh, like movies or something like that and like a scene where people were fucking came up, we'd be like, all right, hand check. Make sure nobody was jacking off. (laughs) So, uh, yeah, we decided to run with that. And um, I was the lead vocalist and guitarist. And, um, like, we had this shitty old karaoke machine that recorded um, cassettes. Oh, wow. (laughs) So that was our recording setup. And, um, of course, 
aside from me just not being a good vocalist or good musician overall, it sounded like garbage. So we had. Let's <laughs> <laughs> put that out there. We had this one friend that, like, he was really into music and very, very musically talented. And he had, like, a legit recording setup in his basement. So, like, we were like, hey, man, can we come and record this? And um, we go down to the basement, and um, he's like, all right, start, you know, singing and stuff. And I start singing, <laughs> and um, he just busts out dying laughing. Oh, no. And I'm like, wait, what, what, what's the matter? Like, what, what's so funny? And he's like, <sighs> and he hits the play button. <laughs> and it was then that I realized that not only... You know, am I just not musically talented? But also, I was going through puberty and my voice was oh, cracking. Shit. So I'm like, oh, I don't know. Like, just <laughs> fucking awful. And I thought the nightmare was over. But no, this son of a bitch was like, yeah, I'll record it. I mean, I'll um, delete it. And he passed it around all my friends. And it was a running joke for a what solid year where he was like, <laughs> they would be like, I would be walking down the hallway like, duh, 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 duh. life is alright, life is okay. And then, hey Brandon, Patriarch! Like, I was just like, oh, please God, teen suicide needs to be a thing for me. <laughs> it, was, it was fucking awful. Yeah, and um, I have a much shorter cringe story along that line because I didn't completely embrace the fact that I'm just not musically talented. Like, I can stick around with a, a guitar and like a ukulele and stuff and like if someone else provides the rhythm i can riff okay along with it definitely not for a band or anything though um so i actually thought i would try rapping and oh <laughs> i worked at a music store and this one guy comes in he's like hey man i'm looking for a microphone and i was like okay well what kind of stuff are you looking to do and he said well i'm actually a rapper well I, too, am a man of science. <laughs> I, too, am a rapper. Um, that's really cool. And he was like, oh, word. All right, so why don't you shoot a couple bars at me? Spit some Dr. Seuss. <laughs> <laughs> so I was like, yo, this is BC Amunculus. I'm um, bringing the funky lust. And just like, fucking terrible. And the guy goes, oh, um... Hey, you could be in that, that one uh, white boy band. Uh, what's that? What's that shit? Um, insane clown posse. Oh, <laughs> and, and I was like, oh, so I shouldn't rap. Okay, definitely <laughs> noted. Yeah. So that decides it all for you. That was the day. The day the music died in me. It's <laughs> another meme we couldn't think of. If I'm somewhat of a scientist myself. Oh yeah, yeah. That, yeah. There are so many memes. I did my best. I, know, I, I, I feel bad because I'm like, I couldn't think of a fucking single one leading up to the episode. And then like, as soon as we're done recording, I'm like, here's every single meme ever created. Dude, ever. if I was on board back then, yeah, I would have busted that whole bunch. But I did join you guys last minute. We did have a lot of internal memes in the band. Yeah, we did. Well, I want to share, uh, share Devin's joke. Yeah, you got, you got oh, a little yeah. more in the mic. Oh, uh, uh, you, you remember? You remember Devin's joke that, that he like, shared? Oh, oh hey, hey, also right quick. Um, try not to lean in too much because there was a good portion of the time that when you were like really crouched in there, that you were mostly off the camera and stuff. Yeah, I don't want people to see. 
Well, then just keep doing what you're doing, then. Can't just do this the whole time. Got him. But you remember the the joke that Devin shared whenever we were outside of the storage unit? Okay, so... So I, I don't know is, is that is that appropriate to share? Oh, oh man! Okay, yeah. okay. Yeah, go ahead. All right. So, 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 the, so the joke is, uh, there I was fucking this girl. And I took it out, put it in her ass. She was like, "Say my ass. That's awful, awfully presumptuous of you to assume I like anal." And he goes, "Presumptuous. That's a big word for a five year old." Oh my god! But what he said was, "That's how the joke's supposed <laughs> to go." <laughs> what he said was, "There I was, balls deep in a five year old." <laughs> <laughs> We, I we never let him live that down. <laughs> and then, and then we, we were coming up with band names, and he was like, we were, we were all like riffing off like different names and yeah. everything. And all of a sudden, it was silent. He's like, what, what did he say? Like, I like balls. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we were like, like balls as the band. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> we were like, what? He was so memeable. Dude, Dude, I miss Devin. Devin is so fucking funny, man. We need to have like a reunion like episode with all Dude, of us. Dude, I'm, I'm all for that, man. I was actually going through some old shit in my room two days ago. Like I was fucking full cleaning mode, just throwing shit away, and I found um, those wristbands yeah. that we made, man. I, oh, I found shit. one of our wristbands. I fucking forgot it. We had a huge bag of those. Yeah, yeah dude. There used to be um, one of those wristbands at the Hummingbird. Like there, there's a um, a mounted deer yeah. head. And I don't know if you remember um, one of the bassists from one of the other bands that we played with at Grant's Lounge. He was like kind of a like bigger yeah. heavy set guy. No, he was oh. he, he was like a Duck Dynasty beard like guy. He oh, was, I remember uh, him. Yeah, it was kind of like thrash metal. I think it was the same oh, band. Mar- are you about with Marvin? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Consequence of Dreams, something like that. Yeah, it, it was that same guy when we were playing at, at Grant's, and we were supposed to get paid, and he fucking left with all and, the money and, and, and bought a bunch of coke. Yeah, yeah. he bought a bunch of cocaine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Like that, that he, he was a piece of shit, but the bassist, he was like, <laughs> he was fucking awesome. The bassist was cool, but he he got up on like a ladder and put our our wristband on one of the antlers and it yeah, stayed yeah. there for like at least a year oh, I, yeah. I, I don't know why they got it down <laughs> like yeah. that. Their but, shop. Yeah. but but yeah, yeah that, that guy was yeah was that was an interesting he, story he was, he was like yeah, yeah i used yeah. to party with franz from Fun. Attila. yeah oh yeah uh, from Attila. <laughs> yeah we can tell yeah yeah <laughs> um god that shit was hilarious dude when like we were like, wait, we were supposed to get paid for this show? Yeah. We, didn't even, yeah. we didn't even know. Surprise me, you could have got us. Yeah, we didn't know we were supposed to get paid. We thought we were just, oh, fuck yeah, let's play a show, you know? It's just, uh, I think, like, mainly when you're first starting out in a band, you're, like, desperate for shows, man. And, like, the exposure. Yeah, yeah and the guy promoting the show knows that. So, like, he's not, I mean, I guess he kind of is taking advantage of new bands, but it's not everybody. I've had some good experiences. But, um, they just know you're really desperate just for the exposure, so they'll try and weasel their way out of it. A bad one will, if it yeah. giving you any money, like, yeah. They might not mention it if you don't say anything, or if you mention something, they might say, yeah, we'll see what the dork fees add up to, and, you know, at the end of the night, they can't be found. You know, it's just, it's sketchy (laughs) sometimes, but um, for the most part, I think 
we just really appreciated the exposure for the most part. We weren't really worried about getting paid at the time, and it was just a fun time in general. It's like well, we went and played at uh, Swayze's, <laughs> and uh, afterwards he was like, so we didn't make any money. <laughs> he was like, I got $12. Do you guys want $12? <laughs> I was like, I mean, we need gas money, so sure. <laughs> So, uh, yeah, we took the $12. Yeah. Oh, like, I mean, $12. I've always wondered since, like, um, one, obviously I never um, got to the point where I was playing live for people when I was doing music. Like, um, whereas for stand-up comedy and stuff, um, the way that I've been kind of, like, gauging whether or not, like, I'm successful enough to even bother asking for money mm-hmm. is, you know, you get more of a reaction as a comedian immediately right. if you know that people were digging your stuff. Like, whereas you guys, pretty much everybody, I assume, always at least claps at the end of, like, your songs and stuff. So, I guess that brings me around to my actual question of, at what point do you guys feel that it's time to ask for money? Like, what is, like, a benchmark, or is it just a feeling that you have a sense, you know, what do you think? I think when you start bringing organic fans to your shows, like, people who come for you, um... That's around, because you're bringing the venue customers, basically. So if those people are there for your band, then I feel like you have a little bit of leverage to ask for money. Yeah, um, for sure. But, um, and other and than also that, be able to follow in on like, like social media. Like yeah. You can back up, like, okay, it's not just these fans. Right, so right. We, we've got people that are following us that are buying our material, and yeah. you know, we have the evidence to prove it. If you have a you few know, thousand followers on Instagram, you have a you can claim you have a <laughs> reputation. You know, you're not just some band starting out that's not out there yet. Um, I think it's just important to release your music first and then get it into people's ears before... Not before yeah, you, you got to be able to shows. showcase it so people yeah. know what they're expecting. Right. So, because um, most people show up and they've never heard you before, they just don't know what to expect. Um, like if you're the opening band, a lot of people don't show up for the opening band sometimes. Because so if they don't know who you are, they might miss out on you, even though they'd probably enjoy your music. They're not going to show up for it sometimes. So you're missing that connection. Well, that's actually a good point because like there's been several times where I've became a fan of a band. By not even making it to the live show, mm-hmm. just seeing them on the lineup, right? And going, right. do I want to go to the, sh- the show or yeah. not? And then look up the their music and like, oh, I'm, and I end up not even going to the show, but I am a new fan of their right. band now. It's really important to have material posted on online somewhere, just so like when somebody's looking at a lineup for a show, they're like, <clears> oh, I've never heard of this band before. Just hit them up on Spotify. Listen to some of your shit. Be like, damn, they're really good. Let's go see these guys. Yeah, yeah, I my enemies and I like we became like a huge yeah, fan off of that right. song Parasite. Yeah, that song I still listen to that I song, too, man. Yeah. <laughs> the catchy chorus, great breakdown. I mean, it was all together yeah. a really good song. It's important to build a foundation before you start trying to play live shows, like left and right. Like, if there's nothing to show for online, then the only like way they're going to hear your stuff is if they come to the show which is kind of a gamble from their perspective because they yeah. just never heard you before. So, And the same thing does happen, by the way. Like, whenever you go to comedy shows, a lot of times, or not a lot of times, but, I mean, I don't really know because I'm not a comedian, but I do know that there's times where you're just performing for other comedians waiting to perform. <laughs> yeah. And that does happen with music, too. Like, you'll oh, go to yeah. a show, yeah. and it's just all the other band members. <laughs> and like a couple, whoever people, for a couple friends they bring. <laughs> Which is cool sometimes. It's cool. Yeah. It can be a fun time sometimes because 
I always enjoy performing no matter what. Yeah, you know? yeah, yeah, oh yeah. And on the lineups we would play, there'd be a lot of bands, usually like, what, five at least, four yeah. or five bands playing. So just the band sounds like cliche. But even like if you just, don't get paid, it's a free show yeah, for you. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. Like, <laughs> even the bands alone, like that makes up a good part of the crowd. Like that's fine if other bands like your music. It's yeah. their people. Like that's fans that can – be part of your movement, you know? Has there ever been a band that you guys were playing the same show with and it was like the scenario that you talked about where it's just pretty much musicians listening to other musicians? Mm -hmm. Has there ever been a band that like paid you a compliment that you were like, oh wow, that's a feather in my cap. That's really cool that they think that we're good. Oh yeah, Um, I can't really pick one out like specifically, but we've definitely had bands, you know, come up to us after a show or after we perform, and they're like, "That was really sick, man. That was really good," you know. Especially at the Wild Bill show. Yeah, yeah, that was that happened a lot. So um, yeah, Wild Bill's was fun, man. It was. uh, it felt like uh, the most cleanest performance. Yeah, over so. because of the monitors we had. <laughs> yeah, actually hear. Could what actually we're doing. hear what we were doing. So <laughs> it was a good experience. But yeah, um. for me, I get the most satisfaction from like um, seeing the crowd into our music. And, oh yeah, and, and metal, it's really easy to see because yeah. people are fucking punching each other. <laughs> <laughs> you know, like it's like a mosh pit going, or a circle pit, and everything. And sometimes you get some that are like, like. They, they they they've listened to metal, but they're not like that familiar with with yeah. like, like yeah. metal core or like you know progressive metal or anything like that. Like I remember at, at Grant's, there was just there was one guy that was up in the front. He was like headbanging, but it was like off tempo. <laughs> like like the snare would hit, and he'd be like, yeah. <laughs> so, so I mean, it's, it's still nice to see people just like into the mic. Sorry, it's, it's still nice to see people like in into the music, regardless yeah. of oh, yeah. you know their background or anything. So. That's one of the most important things for me as a musician is just to see some kind of connection uh, with a crowd. Like, I could give two shits about the money, really, or the fame. Mm-hmm. It's just that connection well, that somebody gets from hearing your stuff. Like, yeah. in any genre, really. Like, mm-hmm. if they're into it, that makes me get into it. And that's just, it, it's empowering mm-hmm. as a musician. It's like an, an exchange. Yeah. Like, mm-hmm. we're going to have a better time the better time you guys have. Right, exactly, yeah. exactly. And in, in that same vein, like, uh, I love the brotherhood of, of like, yeah. being in the yeah, band and, like, yeah. riding with people. I mean, you form, like, really strong connections, like, you know, <laughs> like, the, the relationships that, that we've all formed in the band, like, yeah. no, no doubt we'll be friends for, like, forever. Oh, yeah. I hope so. So yeah. you could say. <laughs> so, uh, can we be, can we guys be friends forever? <laughs> Please? I mean, it's been years now, right? Like, yeah. how many years has it been? Since? Shit, I was back in. We were playing in, like, 2014. Like, yeah, yeah about six years, yeah. I guess. Something like that. Six years. Yeah, it's been so, a long ass time. Like that. Yeah. I remember I, <laughs> the, only, the only success stories you probably ever had on Craigslist was uh, finding musicians, man. Yeah. Found them on Craigslist, <laughs> found Devin on Craigslist. My mom thought you guys were serial killers. <laughs> I mean, she's not wrong. Scott might be. <laughs> I might be. I can confirm or deny. I'm like, I'm going down to Warner Road. <laughs> God damn, that's loud. <laughs> I'm going down to Warner Robins to meet these dudes. For what? We're going to be in a band a circle together. Jerk. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. She's like, what if they kidnap you? What if they kill you? <laughs> I no, love that soundbite. You know, it's one of the best group of dudes I've been with, so I was very happy to follow through with that. Did you tell her you were going down to a basement this time? <laughs> I'm a big boy now. <laughs> well, that actually brings up another point that, like, obviously, you guys have um, a lot of history together, and you guys have been 
uh, playing music together for a while. But as far as you each individually, when would you say that you first had the notion, hey, I really want to um, play music, get into music, and build myself up artistically? Uh, 14, 15 years old. <laughs> okay. When I, first, when I first started playing guitar. Right on. Okay. And uh, honestly, actually, I could probably say when I first got into, like, listening to corn and finding, like, metal music in general. And uh, my friend Matt was, uh, he wasn't a vocalist, but he could do, like, Jonathan Davis-type vocals. And I was like, well, dude, we should form a band, man. And we never did, but that's what, like, got me on the road to, like, wanting to do something in music mm-hmm. starting then. That was, like, my, that was the catalyst, I would say. Killer. For me, when I was like 12 years old, I think I got my first like Fender. It wasn't even a Strat. It was one of those like Squires. It was like $100 cheap-ass guitars, but I thought I was so fucking cool. And I ended up taking guitar lessons from a, a guy that lives back in my hometown. And he's really what like sparked my musical interest. And, like It really just blossomed from there. I only went to take lessons for the, a few months and... He told me that I was one of the most dedicated students he had, and that was, I guess that just, like, made me feel like I was made to do this. So I just kept going. Shout out to all the teachers out there. Yeah, exactly. Shout out to uh, Wayne Chastain for giving me the passion for music. Wayne Chastain. Yeah. (laughs) Sounds like a badass, right? (laughs) And um, ever since then, learning guitar, that, like, gave me the ability to, me and a few buddies in high school, you know, we'd fuck around in the garage, and back in about sophomore year, I got really big into A Day to Remember, man. Like, that was, yeah. like, really what sparked it, man. Ever since then, I'm like, I want to do this. Like, mm-hmm. I saw them live, like, three to four times now, and that they were really my first, like, inspiring group of musicians that sparked my pathway. So that's where it started, and then it just kept going and I branched out to piano and now I'm doing studio stuff so I don't see that stopping anytime soon killer what about you yeah I've, I've always just been really uh really like curious about what makes like how, how do people make a song that is catchy like like you you hear like a a great studio album like homesick from a day to remember yes, and like yeah. every or, or like meteora by Linkin Park like every oh, yeah. song on there is like fire and I'm just like I want to do something like that. I want to create something that is this catchy that people just get stuck in their head and that yeah. you know, they just want to vibe to and everything. And um, I, I, I remember like hitting, uh, I found Devin on Craigslist and then uh, Scott ended up hitting me up uh, out of the blue, I think. Uh, like, did I, I, I hit you up? Y- yeah, yeah. I, th- I think you did. And you were like, oh, just uh, we were talking and then you were like, random question, have you ever thought about starting a band? I was like, dude, I have actually been... Thinking about starting a band. (laughs) (laughs) Well, you just brought up a very interesting um, point that one of the main things that inspired you to get into music was the idea of making like a really pop, you know, like an earwig, you know what I mean? Like that. Like, and that's usually in like the pop mainstream, you know, kind of thing. Whereas from what it sounds like, I haven't heard, um, I'm fucking up your guys' band name, Resolve. Reaching for Resolve. Reaching for Resolve. But I thought that you guys were doing metal, and that's not typically along that vein. So when would you say that you made the shift from listening to like really mainstream stuff to really branching out into stuff that people would kind of need to seek out? 
I mean, probably probably in high school for me. I mean, um, my my origin story in metal is pretty similar to Jake's, and and that uh, like I, I kind of skipped over all the like the classic metal bands and like like yeah. Metallica. Consider corn classic metal. <laughs> you definitely have to get a look because the noise canceler yeah. is gonna it keeps shutting you out. Okay, um, but, <laughs> sorry, but you know I, I skipped over like all the classic metal stuff. Like I, I, up until high school, my I'd listened to predominantly like oldies, um, and then uh, introduced to like pop punk, like of course like Fallout Boy and Breaking Benjamin, and then it was Did I Remember, and then fucking like deathcore after that. <laughs> so yeah. I just progressed from Dude, there. Every time you like die, like you die deep like, <laughs> and, like you'll be like listen like you started listening to indie and then you went right to fucking right like <laughs> deathcore like right after that <laughs> yeah you always dive pretty deep into like a new genre or yeah. anything that you listen yeah, to yeah you, you're, you're right. yeah cause, yeah cuz it started off like like EDM it was like um let's see i can't remember what i was i think i was listening to like Marshmallow, and then kind of some bass nectar, and I, I yeah. wasn't like I remember like Excision was playing at one of the festivals I went to, and uh, I just remember thinking like I don't really like his music that much, yeah. and then now I just couldn't imagine not seeing him like he's yeah. just so aggressive like I, like and, and I, I love how how the culture of like headbanging has just evolved to be such a, a common thing now. Like, it's not just a, a niche thing. thing with metal. Yeah. It's like, like, <laughs> headbangers unite. Like, they're all over, you know, festivals. People. Yeah, if I ever play a live show there. with my uh, hazards, I won't be yeah. able to, like, mosh pitting. Yeah, so. dude, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Break some toenails. Yeah. So, um, yeah, I think I just, like, circumvented your question. No, I mean, you gave the natural progression of how you got to that point. So, um, yeah, I appreciate that. Like... Um, yeah, because the fact that you're talking about like poppy kind of stuff, like I'll admit that I'm pretty goddamn basic. <laughs> like I'll admit that, like I branch out into some hipstery kind of shit, like, um, some electronical stuff. Like, um, you ever hear of Chad Van Gallen? No, he's like really trippy kind of stuff. But either way, like I'll have the occasional obscure interest, but otherwise I'm like, whatever's on the radio, I'll probably listen to it. Like, and um, I've had plenty of friends that were in metal bands and stuff, and if I said something like, well, you know, I was really nodding my head to that Firefly song by Al City, <laughs> and they'd be like, the fuck are you talking about? That shit ain't metal, it's garbage. <laughs> you piece of shit. <laughs> like, you know, so for you to hear that, I mean, for me to hear, like, yeah, I started out, like, was in a Meteora and stuff like that. That's a departure from what I'm used to hearing. Interesting. Yeah, and I think like um, you know, still metalcore and stuff is is not nearly as popular as like Metallica was, or yeah. you know, like Rob Zombie or any of those like like uh, old style classic metal bands. Um, I think like you know, you've got new genres like uh, like Gent that's like, yeah. or, or just progressive metal in general that is just like hard to it's it's got a very niche market and um, you know very technical and everything. I think a lot of people like to have a certain like pattern to the song, like a verse, a chorus yeah. and stuff like that. Something that like makes sense to them. And like, to me personally, like, Jen is just super chaotic a lot of the time. Yeah. So, so I'm just like, you know, confused. That's one of the like best things about the internet too, is that like all these niche markets can now exist yeah, right. and like sustain themselves so a little bit blending to too. a degree Yeah, because now they have access to all these people that like normally would, a wouldn't even find that sound because of like lack of awareness, mm -hmm. and B now they can actually support them from afar. Like it doesn't always all have to be 
live show support and stuff like that. Yeah, you, know? you don't even have to tour these days to right. to, to have like to start making money. I mean, YouTube. Yeah. I can't remember how many like subscribers you got to have on there to start making money, but um, yeah. or the likes. But I mean, you can do everything. Like and subscribe us tonight, please. <laughs> Bitch, slap that like button. Throw that on the Smack that like button. <laughs> subscribe. <laughs> There's a dude on Kyle. Uh, his name's Kyle Beats on YouTube. And I think, I mean, he, he's a dude. He, like, wears sweatpants every day, hoodies and shit. He doesn't leave his house. And he's making six figures, like, just selling beats and mm. making beats. Yeah. Like, it's possible nowadays, mm. like, just with the way technology is, so... There's a lot out there, and um, that's kind of what I was doing, but I want more than just beats. I want full-fledged songs, mm -hmm. you know. Yeah. And, I, and I, I love the live performance aspect. I mean, we've already talked about it, but just, yeah. just getting out there and, like, the, the energy of performing. Like and, it. Yeah, no, it's, it's, really it's, it's a high. <laughs> it, it is. is a high. It is. And I've been uh, sober from that high for a long time. <laughs> <laughs> How I'm many of recovering? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Unwilling recovery. <laughs> Once a performer, always a performer. Hell yeah. <laughs> I like to think Word. that. <laughs> Please. <laughs> I need well, to play it on the show. <laughs> so you guys um, talked about something interesting when you talked about all the benefits and everything about um, how the internet has allowed people to have a much more wider reach and to try different things because it's much easier to find. With that being said, uh, what do you guys think about the notion of people just saying like, you know what, that's one of the problems with the internet is that's really diluting the market. It's a lot harder to get seen because so many people think they can just jump in and make beefs and everything. What are your thoughts on that? I think the pros heavily outweigh the cons. And I think that there's been more good from the internet than, than bad. And, what? If that's something that's holding you up, <laughs> if that's something that holds you up, then you're not you're not adapting to the environment, which you need to be able right. to do as a as an entrepreneur in whatever you're doing. You don't really have a choice; you yeah. either do it or you don't. So yeah. you know, you just gotta. I mean, really, if you're really passionate about it, you won't even like be worried about everybody else that's out there. You'll be honed in on yourself, just focusing on you mainly, because there's million. I mean, there's millions of people out there now that claim to be producers or, you know, musicians in general, which is, that's fine. Like, I don't want to take that away from anybody, but, um, I think it's just important to like check yourself first before you go like judging other people or anything mm -hmm. like that. So are you I, saying check yourself before you wreck yourself? I wanted to say that. <laughs> that sounds like a lot, like a way to, a lot of words to not say that. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't want to be that guy. Well, I did, so. <laughs> I think a lot of people don't realize just even even with the internet and how like pervasive your music can be, you can put it on so many platforms and yeah. everything. It can still take years for you to start getting a following. I mean, it's just you know unless yeah. unless you you just have like connections with people that can really advertise your stuff. You've got the money to advertise. I mean, it just it takes a lot of a lot of time and then the effort to um, have that exposure and put yourself out there. Do do tours, do shows, yeah. and everything. I mean, it's uh, it really is you know full time job. I mean, it's hard. It's hard mm -hmm. to. I think it'd be difficult to have two jobs at the same time, to where you right. yeah. you, you were you yeah. were fully fully focused on music production, and then also have a full time job. I mean, I just, I just it'd be pretty hard. I just think that would be impossible, dude. I cannot like explain how fucking rough it was to be in school. 
like I was back in college and I was going eight hours a day in college, eight to nine for five days, like five straight days. It was like basically being in high school again. <laughs> and I had a part time job and I was playing in the band and I was trying to make a relationship work. And it was God, not, damn. Not, damn. <laughs> it was quite going the way it was supposed yeah. to. <laughs> you know, I remember um, I had this manager that said something along the lines of um, you have four things in life. Um, relationship, your job, your um, passion, and then um, your s- social aspects and stuff. Pick two. Yeah. Like, so it is hard really, shit to bounce that kind of thing out. So along that same vein, um, do you think that there is a threshold that you have to be self-aware of like when you should focus on one thing versus the other. When is the time that you make the jump of, you know, I'm going to focus solely on, you know, my passion for music or something along that? Uh, like right now, I'm still in school. Um, I work a part-time job as a server. And even though I want it really badly, I know I just don't have the capacity to devote enough time to it. So I can't fully commit to it. And it kind of sucks because I beat myself up about it sometimes because, like, I didn't get shit done today with music. I have so much other shit to take care of. And it, like, beats me down, which isn't any better. Like, it just makes it worse. So it's just really hard yeah. to give that up. Um, but, I mean, you got to make money. And i got to finish school. Yeah, responsibilities so. got to take care right, of. Yeah. Right, Balanced everything. Dope. Some people would say if you have a plan B, your plan A isn't good enough, so. Yeah. yeah. Those people are usually assholes. But <laughs> <laughs> I used to hate that shit. They're like, why the fuck you got a plan B? You think your plan A ain't gonna work? Yeah. <laughs> it's very likely it won't, yes. Yeah. I mean, you gotta, there comes a point in time where you gotta be realistic about it. Like, um, I mean, back in high school, I'm like, yeah, I'm gonna be a musician, shit's gonna work out. But you start to become a young adult, and you're like, damn, bro, like, I either got to speed up the process and, like, make this happen, or I got to, like, kind of put it on the back burner a little bit. And there's a lot of um, mixed feelings in that department. So, um, And it can also be a very, uh, it can be very, like, make you proud of yourself, but it can also do the opposite, and it's it can be a very demoralizing thing because... You spend all this time and passion into what you do to have someone and a lot of people be like, oh, cool. Yeah. (laughs) You know what I mean? Or just like no one really knows how much you've actually put into this for the hopefully that they like it within the first minute that they give it a chance Mm -hmm. for 30 seconds. Like nobody's ever watching you put together your mixes or like just nobody sees you in your prime, like working on your material. Um, I mean, some people like might hang around but most for the most part like the amount of effort that's put into it is almost never recognized unless yeah you just happen to like make it make a really fucking good single and you get really lucky with exposure so yeah well scott i think you did a good job with um in in advertising yourself and yeah that you you contacted other musicians that were in the same subgenre yeah. as what you're operating in and you were able to like collab with it with those people, and then you got on El Cuco recordings. Yeah, and, it's been um, a ride. Yeah, I, I mean, but 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 just the, 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 those are the steps you need to take. You need right. to be smart about your advertising. You need to, you know, know know what path to take and everything, and know what people to talk to. And those are the people that are already established that can help yeah. you, you know, build your career. You know. Yeah, I appreciate that. 
<laughs> I've been uh I've definitely put the most effort into the this project than any of my other aliases when mm. I was making electronic music. Mm. And I've kinda like decided if this one I'm mean, not just mean I'm gonna give up or anything, but if I like don't make it in, in like electronic type music, I feel like I I did enough. Mm. I feel like I made enough of an yeah. impact that I can go, I tried. Yeah. You know what I mean? So that's a pretty good feeling, I guess. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. in some way. I, I want to go back and hear that. Uh, no, not you. No, yeah. <laughs> we were making a song. Uh, I was teaching him how to do some stuff on FL Studio. Yeah. And uh, I was showing him how to sample and like do audio samples. And I was like, I got to find something. And I just like looked up a Trump speech. And, there was, and he said, no, not you. Like the song. <laughs> And I and then I sampled it and put it right before like some dubstep and it was awesome. Oh my god! <laughs> no, not you. <laughs> I want to talk about something Kyle said too that was important uh, when he was talking about you advertising to the correct subgenre because a lot of people when they're in the position of trying to get discovered they get this misconception that anybody that hears them is good enough and it's like nah because yeah. if you're a rapper and you find nothing but fucking fans of folk music. Right, they're not yeah, gonna fucking exactly. play your music, mm-hmm. and they're not gonna be your fan base. Mm-hmm. So, like, really trying to understand your demographic is something yeah. important. Your something customer acquisition is gonna be slimmer. Yeah, yeah. there was a yeah. show I went to one time that it was like a bunch of pop punk dudes, but the opening band was a reggae band, and I'm like, yeah, that's cool, but like, most people here are just like not digging it, you know? Like, not that it's bad music, but that's just like not what they came for. Yeah, yeah. so you know. But, their mindset is geared towards yeah. listening to a particular genre right, and like you know right. so that's important too knowing your demographic yeah for sure uh do you want to step away from music for a second and talk about some food <laughs> yeah, yeah, I was just about to say it's about time we get some questions in yeah. <laughs> we're about an hour in already oh damn that shit flew by <laughs> in fairness yeah. I got in some questions and sorry for no, 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 no. I was saying that I popped some questions earlier, and then I realized, oh, yeah, I'm supposed to be the producer. Like, no, that's fine. It's <laughs> jump all great in, content, man. man. Anytime you it. want to, jump in. No, no fucking problems here. <laughs> Scott looked at him like, oh, you got something? <laughs> <laughs> oh, you got, got something? No, I mainly <laughs> felt bad for... <laughs> Stay with the chest. <laughs> you got something on your chest, Brandon? <laughs> I mainly felt bad for Cam to me. He's the host. Right, <laughs> What's the deal with that? Like, I felt bad that I was usurping Camden's host spot. So. Say, producer, yeah. <laughs> stay in your fucking lane, <laughs> trash. <laughs> all right, 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 all right. Wait, all right, <laughs> all right. So, chicken wings. You guys a fan of chicken wings? Fucking chicken wings, chicken man. wings. Yeah, they gotta be crispy though. All right, that's a good that's a good indication. Wait, crispy uh, over wet? Crispy. Oh, I like. Yes, well, they can so be like wet. Covered in sauce. Yeah, and yeah, it's yeah. saucy. Well, you need yeah, you, yeah, you, you want to get them crispy before you sauce them. Yeah, you, but uh, you got to eat them fairly quickly after yeah. you sauce them, or they're just going to get soggy. Wait, 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 wait. Drums or flats? Both of you guys. Have you ever? I'm, I'm a drums yeah, you answered that. Easily on your flats. Easily. Easily. easily get the easily fuck flats. We need a boo sound bite. <laughs> we don't. We don't. They're all positive. <laughs> <laughs> Except for that's the only one. That's even Marley next. That's not an all-purpose fucking sound. <laughs> it doesn't work for this. Because here's my problem with flats. I don't like people seeing me like tongue punch the middle <laughs> <laughs> of the bones. See, I like that. There might be some people <laughs> that. look around. Oh yeah, get in there. <laughs> Oops, that's my kink. <laughs> No, you can like tear off the 
like it's like a wishbone, man. You can like split it on one end and then just like suck it like a noodle. <laughs> <laughs> Color me aroused. Why? It's so straight face. Go on. Do you not? Do you not see what you did? There? Are, you also work, are, are you also working on an erotic novel? That I'm <laughs> do you work at any massage parlors? No, just work at a restaurant. <laughs> <laughs> do you love me a long time? <laughs> Call back to a fucking joke that won't be heard for another two months. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah call back in. What do we? That's going to be out Friday. This will be yeah. out in that's the end an of old March. Call back. <laughs> <laughs> it's a long distance callback. So, what kind of flavor wings are we going for here? Classic buffalo, man. Mm-hmm. Hot lemon pepper for me. Bam. So yeah, you redeemed his uh, respect. <laughs> Fuck you. Well, he was, oh, wait, he he was, was drums uh, and hot lemon yeah. pepper. Man, he's up. my man's all the way around over there. This guy on the other. <laughs> this guy. Don't let him watch your kids. <laughs> oh, sorry, one guy. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, not insinu- I'm not insinuating pedophilia. He's just probably going to like kick him or something. <laughs> <laughs> it reminds me of a video I saw on Facebook of these two ladies getting in a fight, and one of them had a kid with her. And, like, the lady squared up with her, but first she, like, for some reason felt like she needed to throw her kid across the backyard and then jumped on her. Like, damn, why are you going for the kid, man? What do you do? Fuck them kids! (laughs) Uh, Well. Awkward silence. Yeah, lots of awkward right there. It's been going good. what's, What's your favorite wing restaurant to go to? Oh, uh, just try yeah. locally Warner Robins, like Macon downtown Macon Piedmont. It's my favorite. It's not so even far. technically a wing place, is it? No, no, it's like a whole. It's fucking... supposed to be famous for something other type of meat, <laughs> bro. <laughs> yeah, when I, the first, the only time I've ever been there so far, but the guy was selling me the brisket. He's like, "Oh, we smoke it for thirteen hours. It's like what we're known for." Blah 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 blah. Give me this whole rundown of the brisket, and then he's like, "But our wings are fucking dope." I'm like, "Yep, give me those." Okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So. Uh, Piedmont's easily my favorite, but I've only had them once. I got I need to be. I need to do some repeat business to make sure that you know it wasn't a fluke. Right. <laughs> Have you ever had the uh, the Gold Rush wings at Y Wing Cafe? They're like it's like, it's like mm-hmm. a golden like honey mustard sauce. It's, it's not it's not spicy. I've never but, been to Wild, but Wing it Cafe. is fire. I've been to Buffalo Wild Wings, but not Wild Wing Cafe. Yeah, I've been to Wild Wing Cafe. We? Cafe. Cafe. Is that like mixing an uwu with cafe? I want to go to a cafe. Did I tell you about that? We were in the Battle of the Bands as the rap no. group and we fucking won and then we got Holy disqualified. Shit. Oh, you did tell me about that. I didn't yeah. remember that. Yeah. Yeah, that's the only time I've ever been to Wild Wing Cafe. <laughs> Damn. Oh, shit. I forgot about this place. Okay, in Butler, Georgia, out in the middle of nowhere off of 96. And, uh,. It's uh, this place called the Wing Shack. They're only open like Thursday, Friday, and Saturday, and they only accept cash. Pretty shady place. Oh, it's the laundering business. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but their wings are fucking amazing. They have this one that's Viking. It's called Viking Gold. It's like a mustard-based vinegar. Or I mean, a mustard-based barbecue. Not <laughs> mustard-based <laughs> vinegar. Yeah. Well, it's mustard and vinegar are like the two barbecue bases. <laughs> and then I fucking just was like, yeah, they're mustard-based vinegar. <laughs> No, nah, but that it's like, terrible. <laughs> yeah, but no, nah, those those uh those wings are fucking. That sounds almost exactly like the Gold Rush wings. That was that's when I think, you I said it. it. I think it. Is, I think it does have barbecue sauce in it too. Mm, okay. Yeah, they're they're really good. That's what I was thinking when you said it. It sounded pretty similar, but it made me that place in Butler was fucking man. That's the best man. kind of barbecue. 
And if you guys ever get your hands on some wings and you're inside of Papa John's and you want to make them yourself, um, <laughs> run, the wing, run the wings through the oven once and then coat them in hot sauce, run them through the oven again mm-hmm. so it hardens onto the wings and then coat them in garlic parmesan. And it's fucking oh, amazing. Shit. Dude, I, I haven't eaten today at all, so we could probably. There's some wings behind you. If you like, want. Uh, <laughs> you know, if, like, I really want to get wings. <laughs> <laughs> They're literally in a silver pan. <laughs> we got some right here. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we actually do. But <laughs> what kind of wings are they? There's honey four. Barbecue. There's four hot and three honey barbecue. I got a twenty piece with my wife earlier. <laughs> we didn't need them all, so I brought them down. From where? Sharks and Macon. Sharks, never sharks. Heard of <laughs> yeah, it's, sharks, fish, and chicken. I wonder if the if the wings that American feel and wings are any good. <laughs> that, that There's a place in Vegas that's called American Feel and Wings. F E E L. Yeah, yeah, yeah. American Feel and Wings. Is that one of them uh, massage parlors where they give you chicken wings after? Is yeah, that? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that sounds amazing. Why you eat wings? Hey, don't you with a drum? Don't steal that idea, YouTuber. Whoever you're, wherever you're listening at, don't steal that. We're gonna fucking. Massage you with chicken wings. It's <laughs> <laughs> the drum butt plug. <laughs> Make sure it's not spicy. <laughs> My man. <laughs> All right. What is something you guys have done that you look back on that still makes you cringe? Oh, shit, man. I know I got some of these. <laughs> I got to dig deep for this one. <laughs> Are you saying that you do not have enough cringe in your life that you're like, oh, I have to really like sorting think? through a lot? I, yeah, yeah. <laughs> must be fucking nice. All right, yeah. So I used to be like really ashamed of this, but uh, the past couple of years I've kind of come to terms with it and realized, like, looking back, it was just like it was a fuck up, and yeah. you know, it, it doesn't define me or anything. But at the time, it was like traumatizing yeah. because of, because of what happened. So. This is like sixth grade, and it was like the first day of school. I'm in science class, and uh, like before, I, before I say this story, I preface it by saying I had no idea what science who, who, was. who these oh, people were. <laughs> science, <laughs> science, bitch. I had no idea who these people were. So, um, anyways, so like the, we're, the teacher wanted us to um, come up with a name for the class. <laughs> So, like, everybody's going around. They're, like, coming up with goofy names, like, strawberries and stuff. Like, yeah, yeah. yeah uh, come up with strawberries or, like, superheroes or whatever, you know, gay shit. And uh, <laughs> so, like, um, I, I'm talking to my friend. I'm like, like oh, dude, I got a great name. It, it, it's, like, the same same letter of my first name and everything. It's going to be great. So I raise my hand, and everybody looks at me, and I'm like, let's name our class the KKK. Everybody just snapped their head at me. Jesus Christ. <laughs> and, like, uh, like it was silent for a second, one of the girls was like, she was like, do you even know what that is? And not want to look stupid, I'm like... Yeah, <laughs> of course. Yeah, you know, let me go ahead and d- take my shovel so I can dip my grave a little bit more. <laughs> what, what year of school was this? This this was uh, I was it was sixth grade, so yeah. I guess I was like, um, what are you in sixth grade? Like nine, ten? No, no. <laughs> I think you're probably like twelve, uh, yeah, thirteen. Well, I, was, I was trying to mitigate a little bit by saying I was younger. <laughs> I was 11. No, yeah, sixth grade, you're about 11. I was almost pubescent. <laughs> so, uh, so yeah, so, like, um, 
Uh, the rest of the class, like, I, I still didn't know, like, what that group was. Like, I'd heard of them. Well, why but did you say three Ks? Was there... Because, because, <laughs> was because there it, was, it was the first letter of my first name, and I was like, that sounds cool. <laughs> <laughs> Two more. <laughs> this, is, this is a group that has, like, the same letters I do. Like, that's that's cool. And um, so It couldn't I, be bad. <laughs> I, was, I, I had no idea what the group was, and then, like, I just remember just kind of, like, coasting for the next few days, and then people started calling me, like, Races uh-huh. and obviously like like the oh, whole no, rest of that no. year, I was just like uh, oh, like any, anytime I was around like black people, they're like, oh yeah, you're the kid that said KKK class. Like, I didn't know what it was. <laughs> <laughs> you're from Georgia, and you didn't know what fucking KKK. Yeah. <laughs> I thought it was Krispy Kreme Kyle. I, don't, <laughs> Krispy Kreme. I thought they were just my neighbors. No. <laughs> now, now if they really piss me off, I say it like intentionally. So. Oh, yeah. <laughs> but but um, pretty effective. Yeah. <laughs> But like now, I ended up having, like I didn't have to apologize to the class, but I had to apologize to the teacher who was white. <laughs> so I was like, I don't understand like how this is benefiting you. But um, but it, it was that the way it was handled. It wasn't just like, oh yeah, you you, you made a mistake, Kyle. Like it, it's um it, it's not a big deal. And they were like, you fucked up. Like you needed it. <laughs> you you're, surpri- need it. you're you're lucky you don't get burned at the stake. Like I mean, it probably would have been if I went to if I went to school. I went to school in Florida, so if I went to school in Georgia, it probably would have been way, way more acceptable. You would have. Got <laughs> there probably would have been any black people in my class, honestly. Yeah. <laughs> they a couple might have agreed. Krispy Kreme, Kyle. So, so yeah, I, I can look back on it now and like it's a hilarious story. But like for for many years, I was just like, oh man, shame. Yeah, back in high school, actually, now I think about it, it was like they had the stupid talent shows that every high school has at some point. And me and my buddy, (laughs) I think this was in ninth grade, Um, me and my buddies were like literally just starting to like play music together. Like we weren't even a band really, but um, we performed, I don't even want to say it, it's Oh, it's Three Days Grace song. <laughs> and at the time, that was like my peak emo phase. So, like, we played I Hate Everything About You <laughs> to our whole school class. And, like, everybody fucking loved it. <laughs> so, in the moment, yeah. it was fucking awesome. But, like, nowadays, I think back on it, I'm like, Three Days Grace, really? And our singer was garbage like he just sounded terrible. Oh, so you don't think it even you don't even think you played it well? Like, no, no. I, this sounds so self-centered, but I think I played it fairly well. Michael did. Michael was there too. Oh shit. yeah, uh, Hayes. Yeah, he played drums. He did fine too. But our bassist wasn't a bassist, and our guitarist was barely a guitarist, and our singer wasn't a singer. So it was just it was really hilarious. It's on YouTube somewhere, and I refuse to try and find it. <laughs> well, good thing you, we got it. <laughs> Sounds like something I'm gonna have to dig for in post. <laughs> if it doesn't make it into the final edit, you're fired. But, uh, no, it served its purpose because like. I was the one who like let it off, like dun, 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 that little first few notes. Everybody went fucking crazy, dude. Like it was crazy, like, and that was a pretty, it was a pretty cool experience at the time. And I mean, it, I feel like it played an important role at some point in my life. But um, yeah, it was pretty cringy now. 
Yeah, those talent shows can make or break a future performance yeah, yeah, yeah. career. Oh, man. Yeah. yeah. I kind of hate your ass for one that you had to dig for a cringe moment. And it wasn't, you, you did awesome. You guys apparently killed at the talent show. Oh, everybody loved it, but I was just so mad. I was so super mad. Fuck you. Yeah, we killed back in high school. <laughs> amazing. Ugh. I got played so many times. <laughs> oh, man. But one of the girls was really subpar, so I'm just disappointed in myself. <laughs> Mostly, like, <laughs> I'm sure I have a moment. I just can't find one right now. That was probably the worst. Man's is imper- Im- impervious. Is that impervious? Yeah, vulnerable. <laughs> that's the, yeah. That's easier to that say. That works. That works. Anyway, really. man's ain't with the cringe shit. Okay, get the fuck off him with the cringe. He don't feel shame. Ain't no shame in his game. Okay, this is Newt Dog. Newt Dog, not fucking bitch ass pussy dog. I don't know. Yo, I talking about. <laughs> That's always a fallback. Like, if you don't have an insult, it's not like, bitch ass. Bitch. <laughs> Face ass. <laughs> Old skin having ass. Bitch. I couldn't think of anything that rhymed with Newt that would fucking, you know. Boot. Poot. Suit. Toot. <laughs> Nothing that fucking Groot. fit. Fuck you. Loot. I am Groot. <laughs> it's just weird, man. Like, I was trying to, I fit first when I, like, made Newt, I was felt like I was trying to, like, play on this, like, Badass rapper role, like, oh, here's this white guy trying to rap again. And then I did it, and my friends heard, and they're like, damn, dude, that's actually pretty good. Like, I did not have any high expectations for my rapping skills, but... Yeah, you gotta, uh, like, lean into that shit. Yeah, dude, you gotta <laughs> fucking lean into that shit. Like, that was the thing. Like, I was being so self-critical of myself. Like, I sound really stupid right now, but then... I don't know what made me do it, but I was just like... Fuck it, dude. Like, I'm actually going to try and see what happens. And I like it. So, Well, hearing you talk about expectations of rappers and everything like that, um, one thing that I've heard thrown around is how, like, a lot of rappers in the mainstream today aren't even that hardcore. Like, you remember when um, fucking Notorious B.I.G. or whatever. Like, da-da-da. People bitch about that. Do you think that there's still something to that that um rappers aren't hardcore enough and that there should be more like killing a former gang members and shit hardcore but um like two of my favorite rappers is uh kendrick lamar and mac miller like i really appreciate yeah fucking r.i.p the boy man i fucking he's got a new album coming out on the 16th actually his friends are collabing together to try and put it together the way he would have liked it but anyways um yeah like i just appreciate um, meaningful lyrics mm, a lot, yeah. like lyrics that really sp- speak a message. And a lot of the mainstream rappers you listen to nowadays, like they're, I don't know what you'd call it, like the auto-tune guys, like that's fine, the sound's fine, it's what they're rapping about. Mm. It's just, it just doesn't, I have no connection to that. Mm. Like I can't enjoy it the way I do Kendrick Lamar's material, J. Cole, mm. Mac Miller, like all of it's like has a hidden message. And I like analyzing songs so finding the hidden message is like part of my musical experience so that's kind of what i'm trying to write as far as my material goes is just something that someone can connect to like i don't know like it doesn't have to be fucking gang banging killing people or anything but it can be about like mental illness or like struggles that people face in their lives or growing up as a young adult and like that's what I've been geared towards recently, so um, yeah, I just I just appreciate meaningful lyrics more than 
money sex. <laughs> <laughs> that's something I noticed in, in the the song that, that we played is that yeah. you, you you talked about like uh, you know being afraid yeah. and stuff and and and, and hip hop that's like stuff like mental illness, depression, yeah. suicide ideation, right. like stuff like that is not talked about. Like that's why I love. Um, I don't know if you guys ever heard of like Suicide Boys or yeah. Puya, yeah. Ghost Man. Like I, yeah. I love like there's there's been multiple times in my life where I've like you know really been in dark times and um, their lyrics have helped me identify and feel mm-hmm. like I was like I wasn't alone. Right. And because you're able to feel like okay, these people are as bad as I am right now. And like that's exactly what I'm trying to. That's my goal with my music is to kind of like connect with people and make them get something out of it, take something away that'll better their lives somehow. It's more than just like a casual listen. My music is, I would think I'd like to think it will be, but I just want them to take away something from it. Like just through the lyrics, like just reading the lyrics and not even hearing the song, just get something from it to better their lives in some way. So that's why I make music. So you guys don't think that's like it used to be a prerequisite that you couldn't be a rapper unless you got shot or like right, shot right, at. Yeah, so you right. think that's antiquated at this point? I can't believe times are changing on that. Yeah, I mean, I, I kind of have gotten shot at one time, but it was a uh, it was years ago, like back when I was in high school. We were at a football game. It was like Spalding Jaguars, Griffin Bears. That's like the game to watch for our high schools back in my town, Griffin. And when we were leaving, everybody's rushing out of the stadium. You know, it's a big crowd of people scrambling to their cars and fucking gunshots just start firing off into the crowd. And everybody's just, like, scattering, man. And it was just so surreal to be involved in something like that Mm -hmm. because my girlfriend at the time froze. Like, she she couldn't move, so I had to, like, pull her. Like, we got to get the fuck out of here. Like, you're going to get shot. <laughs> she couldn't move like she was a paraplegic? Or no, she was like, like, shot. <laughs> I thought you were like, so damn, there's one chick in a wheelchair. I was like, you shit, you can't move. I got to get you out of here. You should not be here. <laughs> <laughs> I was just looking at context. That's all it was. I guess because she was just in shock, man. Sure. Like, just the gun sound of the gunshots. Like, what is going on? Like, I can't move. I'm just shocked right now. And we just dipped. Like, luckily... It was like a street over. Like we wasn't really around the shooter, but people, two people did die, end up dying, and we made it out of there fine. But it was just such a like surreal experience. It made me feel very like traumatized, I guess you'd say. But that's, yeah. I mean, I didn't get shot, so I'm, I'm not, not a badass rapper. <laughs> <laughs> and thank God that building was handicap accessible. Yeah, one time some people got shot at. Yeah. <laughs> Camden, you were about to say something a, second, a minute ago, weren't you? Mm, it's possible, but I don't fucking. I think I was gonna, <laughs> I was just kind of going off what Brandon was saying, like the whole climate has changed about what rappers are yeah. now and shit for sure. And the, the sound is like definitely shifted because it's not like uh, you know like um, old old school rap yeah. and everything. It's more about like trap now, right? Uh, like uh, trap rap and everything, and it's like what you were saying. A lot of times that rappers. Uh, current rappers will just say things to like hype up people. Yeah, you know, yeah, like, yeah. Like, um, like, and, and, and there's, a, there's a place for that. I mean, yeah, right? it's yeah. great club music and shit. Right, like that, right, but, right. But you know, if, if you're like wanting to just sit back and chill or contemplate life with, yeah. with some good music on, you know, it's, exactly. You know, That's what I'm like a huge fan of, like the old school boom bap raps. Like, you know, it's just kind of like lo-fi music, but just like, um, you just like boom bap. It's not under any of that, like. 808s wasn't a big thing back then. Like, it was yeah. just bass. Like, it wasn't 
like every big rap song nowadays it's all about the sub man like if you don't have a good sub you're not it's not a good rap song like and i don't really cater towards that but i'm more of a boom bap kind of old school i still heavily listen to that stuff Mm. but yeah i was on that for the longest time and now it's just like Boring to me. <laughs> <laughs> boom bap. Like I'm just, I just listen to yeah. boom bap, and I'm just like, boom, bap, boom, bap, boom, bap. Yeah, boom, it boom, is boom, a, bap. It's like, come on, man. Right. It's a repetitive, but it's also how you build it, like the other elements that are a part of it. Like most boom bap songs, like the drum beat's not necessarily the spotlight of it. It's just kind of like laying down the foundation and then you add all kinds of shit on top of it and make it its own thing and it sounds different enough to distinguish it between other songs like i can't really explain why i like boom bap so much but it's um, oh i mean it's whatever i'm not i'm not saying yeah, yeah, yeah. i'm not saying anything's wrong with it i'm just for me i kind of like need some variation yeah over I time like, i just because i used to hate them, your music well no but yeah but no, <laughs> but for the longest time I hated like you know mumble rap, which is you know the new yeah. shit. But now I'm like I don't mind it. I'm into okay. it to vibe to. Yeah, like I like Lil Yachty. He's cool. Silence. <laughs> no, <laughs> to a degree. <laughs> to a degree. He's got some good music. One time yeah. he said, uh, he I don't know, like his his lyrics were like. Is something comes in pairs like balls on my nut sacks. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I was like, that's weak. A, I, 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 I spy or Yeah, I love that song, yeah. too. That is a catchy well, well, song. No, there was another one, like, that bitch blow like a cello. <laughs> what? <laughs> and everybody's like, a cello's what? not a fucking woodwind instrument. Like, it's I, a string. I saw him at the uh, Hangout Music Festival a couple of years ago in, uh, in um, Alabama. And like he was just, he was so funny live. Like he, he had that song, you know that song Minnesota, yeah, oh, like Minnesota. Like uh, he started singing it, and he he threw himself in the crowd while he was saying, he was like, "Call it Minnesota." <laughs> <laughs> he always talks like he has, like he just drank a Sunkist, like he has a bubble stuck in the back yeah. of his mouth. Like whenever he speaks, I don't know. That's just what he sounds like to me. <laughs> I've been enjoying a lot of Chance the Rapper lately. Dude, Chance the Rapper. Have you listened to old school like Dude, acid rap? Oh, that's that's my favorite. You hate Chance the Rapper. No, I fucking oh, I hate that. Chance the Rapper. Dude, please, man. Can I get somebody else over? Here? <laughs> <laughs> no, he's like. <laughs> yeah, I consider him like fun rap. Like his lyrics are just fun to listen to. Mm-hmm. Like the way he rhymes and his rhyme schemes and just the. Concepts in general, he's mm-hmm. obviously dropped acid before because yeah. he raps about some crazy <laughs> shit. Yeah. But it's like pleasing to listen to, and mm-hmm. he's got some like vibey, jolly beats, mm-hmm. and that's kind of what inspired that song that we listened to earlier. Is like the the keyboard, like the tone and stuff, feels like really jolly, but the lyrics were like opposite. It's kind of like a yeah. conundrum. Like the lyrics aren't so jolly, but the song is, but. That's kind of what inspired that. I haven't heard the word jolly in <laughs> a decade. Like. Yeah, I don't think maybe in my entire life. Not even during winter? It's in the dictionary. I've heard it as an advertisement, yeah, but never yeah. in real life. Yeah. And never so many times back to back. Yeah. <laughs> it's kind of like... Kind of like when trying I'm, to spread Christmas cheer. <laughs> when I'm making beats, like, I, don't, I haven't come up with a name yet. I'll, like, 
name it something crazy and random or like what it feels like and that's what I named the file of that song Jolly Beat. Jolly. Yeah. and that's just what the mood was for it but I don't I mean I'm not a too jolly of a person <laughs> yo MC Santa Claus coming at you <laughs> <laughs> alright that wasn't too what's, what's a weird fear or phobia you guys got? What is that uh, tryptophobia where you're 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 like afraid of things that are close, like holes that are close by together? Like I don't I think it's like heard of that. I've never heard, heard of it. Yeah, I, yeah, I know what you're talking about. I know what you're talking it's about. Like, it's like a beehive or like oh shit, yeah, uh, yeah. Like uh, it, it, I don't, it doesn't like I'm not afraid of it, mm-hmm. but it does kind of make me a little uncomfortable. Like, like like there's this game <laughs> Uncharted Four and. Uh, like in certain points of the game, you have to use a pickaxe to climb up certain walls, yeah. but the walls look like scabs to me. Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> and so it's just like freaking me out. Like I, I gotta do this. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, yeah, that's yeah, odd one for me. Okay. Mine's not a very superficial. Weird. I have a lot of fears. But okay, <laughs> that's yeah. the most superficial I can get. <laughs> Mine's not weird. It's just like I'm afraid of like open bodies of water. Like I get that. Like just. Like, even on, like, this is funny reference, but on Finding Nemo, when they're, like, touching the butt. <laughs> that was what got him off. That's exactly it. They nutted to that. It was him. He was jacking off in the fucking theater. You missed man. it because we were talking about this in the episode before you got here. Oh, but, uh, <laughs> Brandon, tell it real quick. Don't, okay. Hold your so, I worked at a movie theater. Our topic was um, worst job moments. And while I was working in the movie theater as an usher, um, and the showing for Finding Nemo, Someone nutted all over the back of one of the seats. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> it must have is been that, the, the uh, yeah. It was home right here, man. Is that your fear? <laughs> People nutting on the backs of seats. <laughs> no, my fear is going back to work at a fucking movie theater ever again, man. God, it was awful. And, and, and that wasn't an improper technique. Everyone knows you're going to do that. You got to straddle the toilet. <laughs> it's like, man, this is, this is cold and deep. But nah, dude, like, they're looking out at the open ocean under there like they're on the edge of the coral reef. And I'm like, bruh, this so, shit is scary as fuck. <laughs> you get any dreams about open water and shit? No, actually, I don't. I do. It's weird, but I hope to God I don't. <laughs> What's yeah, scarier okay. to you, outer space or like just the ocean? Me, the fucking ocean, man. Like the spa- space is pretty cool to me. Like I've been in the ocean. I ain't been afraid. <laughs> <laughs> like I know I'm afraid of that shit. <laughs> well, that's normally like the thing that like people think. Well, I've been in the bodies of water like that, but I've never been to space. So they tend to get scared of like something yeah. like space. And they there's think, a little bit of that there. Yeah, I don't know. I think it's it's kind of weird. It'd probably be a lot worse if I actually went to space. <laughs> I mean, like it I takes think a lot the, longer to die. Yeah. The yeah. deepest. I'm gonna join Space Force <laughs> when Trump opens that up. The deepest point that we've ever been to in the ocean is like eight miles. Eight miles. We've only been eight miles below, um, you know, the ocean that's, or whatever. That's deep enough for me. <laughs> like, but yeah, everything else down there is a fucking mystery. And like, you know that there's actually like fish and stuff that they can't even bring up. The ones that they can find eight miles down, they'll die from the uh, decompression that's, by the time you bring up. That's crazy, man. Just from the change in pressure. Yeah, that makes. Like sense. you see those blobfish? You guys ever yeah, see those yeah, ugly fuckers? But they actually look a lot different when they're compressed and they're underwater. When they bring them up, that's why they look like, you know, me when I'm hungover. Like, you know, like they look fucking awful because they decompress and they fucked up. God, that reminds me of the monkfish. Have y'all ever seen a picture Dude, of the yes. monkfish? Dude, yes. Those things are those fucking things metal. Are fucking terrifying, man. Like people eat those. I'm like, why? <laughs> or goblin sharks? Dude, oh, yeah. yeah, man. Like, like it's got his teeth like peeled. <laughs> yeah. It's like it's a horse with a 
Unicorn. <laughs> Dude, um, anglerfish, man. Those things with like the <laughs> something fucked up about them. I guess it could be. Is, um, <laughs> well, shit. Like, it's gonna um, be hard to discern this. We're all going on fucking tangents here. Um, does anybody else have any questions? How about that? Instead of me giving oceanography fucking <laughs> fun facts. How do you, how do you cook steak? your steak? Medium. Good answer. I don't cook my steak. I have someone else cook it for me usually. How do you fucking eat your steak then? <laughs> With no sauce. I just eat it right off the cow. <laughs> <laughs> There's a guy at my place I work at. We have fillets every Friday, and he orders it medium well, and I really just want to spit in his food. <laughs> <laughs> I, don't, I don't, but. No, you should. Well, I was going to say well medium steak. well, but I'm going to go with medium. <laughs> Are, you shit? Are you for real? Treading on thin Well, honestly, here. because I'd rather. I got medium rear. That's fine. I can you. do that. Medium or less? That's that's yeah. that's where you yeah, should medium be. Medium or less? You. I have a lady eating. What rare are you burgers. over there? What are you on, Brandon? Um, if it's above medium, don't answer. <laughs> <laughs> I like I like medium. Like um, that's what I usually ask for because I used to ask for medium well, but. Every fucking time, they would bring me a fucking piece of charcoal, like, at the restaurant. I ask for medium well, because if I ever ask for medium and they underdo it, it like, I can't do it. I can't right, eat it right. if it's, like, bleeding or red. You can get them. And I, I, can, I can deal with a slightly overdone steak. I, yeah. I can do it. I, I mean, I'll... Here's the thing, is that I've worked in restaurants and stuff before, so my meal has to be catastrophically awful. Like for me to ever send anything back or fucking complain. So you got back the other night, dude. I didn't even send it back. (laughs) I didn't fucking. I like okay. So the story with the fucking outback is um, that I get the fucking fried chicken and the batter was still raw on the um, chicken. Oh oh, shit! I've never seen the post. Yes, I threw that. I threw the shit back in the fucking pan to try to cook it back up, and it was still fucked for the most part. And then um, I got two baked potatoes as my sides because I'm fat and Irish, and. Like, the shit was like leather. It was leather. It was dry. I couldn't even chew on the skin. That's how fucked it was. Those potatoes were old as shit. And even still, like I said, I opted to throw it back in the pan instead of bring it back and complain. And I just threw away the fucking baked potatoes. I was like, well, as a customer, I guess I'm just done with Outback because that's like the third time that they've just fucked things up. I've never been satisfied with Outback. I mean, Australia's on fire, dude. Give them a fucking break. Okay? They got some shit going on. Yeah, they got a lot of shit. Bloomin' Onion? Oh, I think I know what you're talking about. An onion. onion that that's the thing. that Yeah, like I loved fucking Bloomin' Onions. Like, yeah. that was my favorite appetizer. And now I'm just like, my heart's been broken one too many times. Y'all have Longhorns up here? Yeah. Around yeah. Here? yeah. Uh, right in town. I've lost yeah. Them. yeah, that's... Like the go-to steakhouse back in Griffin, and I, they like, like I used to go there and have the perfect steaks. But where I work at, it's like a commune. It's like a fancy ass golf course, man. There's like a restaurant on it. So I work, and we have the best fillets that I've ever tasted in my life. Like three years, I worked there, and I just tasted it like two weeks ago. Do you get tipped in pills? <laughs> no, no, we have people ask us for pills. No, really? <laughs> What's your guys' favorite cut of steak? Ooh, preferred cut. Mm. Mm. I don't even know that much about that kind of thing. I, don't either. <laughs> I really I think like, a strip. Yeah, Sorry, I, I like. No, you're good. I love fillets, but I feel like I don't get enough out of them. Like I, I usually eat flat irons at Longhorns. Mm-hmm. Those are really good. They're usually like just. I don't like fat that much. So like flat irons are like no fat, and they're pretty damn juicy. So 
the fat's where it's at. Like the way Maybe I should be a voiceover for like commercials and shit. It's juicy. Maybe you can replace those terrible Sonic guys. All right. What is something you're proud of but never have an excuse to talk about? Yeah, I'm not of anything. So. <laughs> 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 All right, next question. <laughs> next question. All right. I suck at everything. <laughs> um. All right. Do you guys have any almost names, or you almost named something else? I was almost a Ryan. <laughs> really? Yeah. They changed it to Scott at the last minute. <laughs> My brother was an almost Nate. <laughs> I wasn't an almost anything. They I can like see you as a Nate, to be honest. Yeah, I, th- I was kind of hoping it would be. <laughs> <laughs> he was sitting in the womb like, yeah. please be Nate, please be Nate. <laughs> I keep thinking that the almost name is a shit question, but there's always an answer for it, like every time. Yeah, most of the time. Most people do have an almost name, apparently. Kyle? Um, no, I was, I was originally supposed to be Kyle. So oh, okay. Yeah. Oh, well, shit question for this I, episode. I almost went dark with it, but like, I did not like, decide not to. I told my girlfriend. Oh, the <laughs> <laughs> on the vape clouds. That was all up on the camera. I keep telling my oh, girl. Oh shit! Yeah, I blew that one right at the camera. We're gonna name my child Vladimir, and she won't let me do it. <laughs> but of you, Vlad. Yeah. With everything going on right now, it's probably not the best idea. All right, I, I got one more for you, and then I'm out of questions. Uh, what's something you would change about yourself? Jeez, I'm full of the shit questions tonight. No, that's <laughs> and you're the only one that has questions yeah. today. <laughs> I'm really just trying to piece it together before I say something stupid. Yeah. As fuck. <laughs> um, I, I wouldn't want to be so skinny. If I'm being real, I feel like I'm like. So you'd want to lower your metabolism a little bit. Yeah. <laughs> or or Brandon, is that just Brandon's a lack hitting of you with the yuck face right now? Like, bro, what? <laughs> I'm sorry, man. <laughs> I'm sorry, man. Oh he's yeah, he's uh, getting lit in high school from his. Like, Why you didn't have to pull it out, dude? <laughs> that bullshit! I can't believe it. You want to be a little chubby, or you want more muscle? Just like, well, that's a whole nother ball game because I don't go to the fucking gym. So <laughs> I can eat all I want and get fat, but I couldn't get any muscle. So I just I've been like a toothpick like my whole life. Like, how much do you eat on average a day? I mean, three fair meals a day. Like, I just feel like I have a super high fucking metabolism. And my grandpa keeps saying, he's like, it's going to catch up to you one day. And I'm like, well, I'm waiting. I think there's plenty for me. There's there's plenty of things that I'm working on. But what, what was the actual question? Just something you'd want to change about yourself. Um, I mean, there's there's always stuff that I'm I'm looking to improve about myself. There's not any one thing that I'm just like, I mean, I wish I was, I was different. Yeah, but I'm, I just know that it's a it's a growing process. Um, I mean, well, I say that, but then something comes to mind. It's, it's like I mean, I, yeah. I, I definitely I want to be easier on myself. Mm-hmm. Um, I think I'm everyone's their own worst critic, and I um, believe that. So I think that's um, certainly. Yeah, we have noise. It'll cu- yeah, it'll cut yeah, you out yeah, too far away. Yeah. It, it doesn't <laughs> want to hear what I'm saying. Yeah, yeah it's like <laughs> let's change that. Yeah, I do have one thing like. I've noticed, like, I'm always, like, filtering what I'm thinking about saying, like, afraid of being judged or something. You literally then, just did it for the last question. <laughs> like, yeah, I wanted yeah, to make sure like, I got the exactly. phrasing right. <laughs> I'm, like, I I'm think, running this through a little pass. Yeah, Hold on. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> exactly. 
like I fucking low pass filter. <laughs> and fucking like sometimes I'm just like, well, you know, why couldn't you just say it and not give a fuck? Yeah. But, <laughs> you know, it's like an instinct Lexapro has definitely point. helped me like speak my mind more. Yeah, and not, yeah. Like worry about repercussions. That's later. good, man. <laughs> like I actually just got diagnosed with ADD like three months ago, and I've been taking Vyvanse for it, and like I'm a oh, lot more social. It is the shit. Dude. <laughs> I got like, that roll. Yeah, how was it for you? you well, so it? here's the funny thing is that um, I always thought that I had a shitty, shitty focusing problem. Mm-hmm. And, um, of course, when I, like, really realized it was when That's I got to college. Means, right? I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> Don't fucking do that to me. I just I had a horrible time focusing. <laughs> um, I always thought that I had a shit time in focusing, and it really, really came to a head when I got to college. Like, before, not to sound arrogant or whatever, but in, like, school, uh, high school grade school and stuff mm-hmm. i could just barely tune in and i could easily go by with a c right. no problem like it wasn't until college when you actually have to pay attention and study to get like good grades that you know i realized wow a focusing problem let me see if i can get some adderall and of course when you're college age uh, yeah. n- no doctor's trying to fucking do that no. so finally you know this past like a year or so huh <laughs> Like, this past year or so, um, I started this really hard job in the tech field, and I'm like, I need to be able to focus. This shit is really, really intense and technical. And I got my own, you know, uh, prescription, and I was talking to my mom about it, and she was like, oh, yeah, uh, when you were a kid, um, we actually, the uh, teachers told us that uh, you have ADD, and we said, no, we don't want him on any drugs, he's just lazy. <laughs> so to answer your question though, like Adderall has been doing Oh, it's great, man. Like it's a shame like the rap that it gets nowadays, but it's really it's so impactful for people who really need it and that's what Chris Casey was saying he took it and it worked. Like that's how I like realized that I wanted Adderall in college was yeah, I had it at a party. I was like I don't really feel like partying or being that... Dude, that's the same with me, man. Yeah, like, turn up! My buddy was like, I got some Adderall. Never mind. Like, back in my druggy days, I was like, fuck yeah, dude. Like, I've never had it before. And I was oh, like... Oh, that's a street. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like, you It's like, you guys want to study? You guys feel like being productive? Yo, I got this Adderall right here. You will study for days, damn son. But no, really, it's been great, man. Like, it's it's been life-changing, really, and it's only been a few months. Like, I feel more outgoing, and, like, I wake up wanting to do shit. It's, like, crazy, man. Like, I would usually sleep till fucking 12 o'clock and get up and just do nothing. And, like, now I get up, like, 8 or 9, and, like, immediately, like, as soon as I open my eyes, it's, like, time to go and do shit. And that's pretty fucking awesome. God, I'm true. Like, <laughs> <laughs> well, I'll tell you I that when I was dieting and shit, but... Not sure if that'll mix well with Lexapro. Yeah, probably. <laughs> no, but here's the thing is that, yeah, I actually take um, Buspar for um, anxiety. And the, co- the combination of the two is that the thing that Adderall really does is it helps you, like, hyper-focus. So it helps with the anxiety because it doesn't really let your brain go on all those tangents that get fucked in your head yeah. of like, oh, wait, what if I say I'm pretty sure I have ADD of some sort. 
Like Aditi? with me oh, personally, Aditi. at least, like before treatment, yeah, I didn't say Aditi. thoughts would race endlessly through my head. And like people, you might look at me and be like, he doesn't have ADD or ADHD. He's not hyper. But my psychiatrist told me that it's very possible. Like you cannot have the hyperactive part, but technically yeah, the way show up in several different ways. Yeah. The way I describe it is like, I am hyper just in my head. Like yeah. I don't show it on the surface, but there constant thoughts just running through my head. I had no filter. I was not able to pick one out and focus on that. And, like, I never really noticed it. At first, I was – I thought I had depression. Like, that was it. But my psychiatrist was like, um, usually people with ADD or ADHD have depression as well. It's, like, induced by the ADD. So it was a life-changing experience, man. It's pretty cool. I'm glad I did it. I've I've been finding that, like – the past few years now, I've been developing some weird, like, obsessive-compulsive yeah. behavior. Yeah. Like, and not just your typical, like, numbers things that people are always doing. Mm-hmm. Or something like, that's what I've always done. And, like, I can't step on the lines. Like, little things like that. Right, but, right, Like, right. some of the things lately, like, I, I'm sure it's, like, alarming. Like, sometimes <laughs> how many times I wash my hands, like, back-to-back. Yeah. Like, sometimes I'll be in the bathroom. Or I'll get done using the bathroom, and I'm washing my hands, and I just, like... That didn't feel right. I gotta wash my hands again. You gotta rub it. A and sometimes way. I gotta wash my hands like three times. Then I'm like, this is not okay. <laughs> I, I can't be. This is how it that yeah. begins. And yeah. I'm gonna end up on Dr. Drew. <laughs> the- well, but here's the thing, though, about and this fucking nervous tick with me blinking. Sorry, guys, if you guys are if it's bothering y'all. If you're getting bothered by his blinking, smash that motherfucking like button. Like the blink. <laughs> um, nah, but the thing is, man, like it's all about you can't. There's only so much you can do in the way of self-diagnosing. And if you, like, obsess, ironically, about obsessing, then you could just be exacerbating the issue. Or it's fucked to even say, really, but something that's all in your head might be all in your head. (laughs) Oh, yeah, for sure. You know? I know know firsthand about things being all in your head because that sounds weird. But (laughs) (laughs) all in my head. You in my head. Get out of my brain. <laughs> but Yay. um like for example like i can't be around weed because it just like this weird like i'm pretty sure it's ptsd to be honest like because it just like it's super fear inducing just smelling weed because remembering and like this this wow. is what my brain does it's like a switch because you can't be you gotta go get it get out of here man like yeah. psychoactive drugs have that effect on your brain even in the long term it's yeah and it's not even like i know like for example I don't want to take anything CBD related because mm-hmm. I know it has a tie to weed. Right. I know that I can't get high. I know that, <laughs> but my brain will not accept that just because it has part of it has something to do with weed in some shape or form. I know my brain is going to say, "Nope, get, you have to get away from this stuff. Can't do it," and I'm going to get anxiety, whether it's supposed to not cause anxiety or not. Do you think it has anything it's like to placebo. do with it being illegal or anything like no, that? No, none of that. Okay. It's it's all purely because of how weed affected my my brain 10 years ago and you. gave me anxiety and shit, and I've been dealing with that anxiety ever since. Yeah, that's <laughs> understandable. Well, so that's actually one of the topics that we have on our like little oh, roster. Oh, yeah. Yeah, is, like, drugs, your experience therein, your opinion of it. Like, I'm going to, like, you know, kind of start yeah. with, yeah. Um, when it comes to the weed thing, like, um... Yeah, I started smoking weed. I first smoked weed when I was around, I was like 12 years old, like, believe it or not. And um, from there until probably like 
18. Like, I would smoke very habitually and stuff. Hardly ever bought any of my own stuff, but I would on occasion. And um, I stopped for about two years. Oh, and also, like, um, from, like, 14 through, like, 16 or 17, I'd also done, like, acid, shrooms, molly, um, crack. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> no, no, Why no, stop there? No, I mean, what the fuck? <laughs> I mean, like, the only, like, powder pill that I ever done at that point was, um, you know, someone had ecstasy, and I did that. But um, to the weed point, like, I stopped smoking weed when I was 18, just on my own, and then I picked it back up when I was, like, around 20, and, um, you know, quit again for a while. I was very on and off, but it wasn't until about, like, three years ago that... I got a random hair up my ass that, like, you know what? I miss weed. I miss, like, being able to just fill an afternoon and, like, watch random stupid shows. Um, let me go ahead and see if I can find some. Get some. And, like, um, I smoked a bit. And I was just watching, like, C-Lab 2021 and, you know, Octane Hogger <laughs> like that. You know, like, remember the good times. And... It wasn't nearly as satisfying. I wasn't that damn high because I was trying to just get my feet wet at yeah, first. Yeah. So I was like, okay, well, let's try again another time. I do it again one more time, and I felt like suddenly like I got this tunnel vision. I was talking to this one guy. I got this tunnel vision, and then I felt like my stomach was like someone like jammed their fist in my stomach and started spinning my guts in a knot. I'm like, what the fuck is this? Yeah, like, yeah. I like smoke some bad weed or some oh, shit like that. I don't that. remember being like this. Yeah, <laughs> this is not like how I remember. You just went and took a shit and I was like, oh man, that's why. I'll go through cycles with weed, man. Like, I started smoking in my senior year of high school, and that was like the golden days of fucking weed, man. You know, when you first start smoking, it's just every high is just great. Like, and then I stopped a couple years down the line because. It started to become more of a ritual than having fun with it. Like every night before bed, that's what I would do. I would smoke a little weed, and I, it would help me go to sleep. And I stopped doing that after I actually started getting treated for ADD. And that was one thing he had mentioned is that people with ADD are constantly trying to um, increase their dopamine levels in their brain to a normal level because people with ADD have a decreased dopamine level in their brains so smoking weed vaping smoking cigarettes coffee yeah it just i just checked all the boxes that he pretty much laid out and i was like damn that's pretty like that's the reason for my addiction really like i was all over coffee nicotine weed like every day like that's what i thought i needed to feel normal so i just put it down all together after i started getting treated for it and I'll still smoke every now and then, and I've found that's taking a long break. I go through, like, cycles. Like, I'll enjoy it a lot, then it'll be time to quit again. Then I'll enjoy it, and then start to quit again. Yeah. So it's uh, it's been nice to not feel like I need any external thing other than my medication, obviously, to, like, go about my day or just feel normal, you know? Like, it's nice to feel normal, <laughs> yeah. you know? Yeah. So. Sure, I get that and vibe with that. And, like, that's very much what, like, I was doing when it came to, like, back in my drug days and shit where um, <laughs> I applied to be a 911 dispatcher. And by that time, I was, like, three years mm -hmm. not touching anything, not for any other reason other than 
I'm bored of drugs right now. Yeah. <laughs> like, that was just it, really. And um, also, my boyfriend's totally anti-drug, mm-hmm. and that was right around the time I started dating him. But um, anyway, uh, <laughs> they gave me the questionnaire. They were like, all right, so answer all these questions truthfully. We will, um, you know, drug test you and do a polygraph. Don't bother lying. So I was like, whatever, I'm three years clean. Um, I'll just... So I was like, uh, yep, I've had that, I've had that, I've had that. Like, the only stuff that I have not <laughs> done, I've never done crack, never done coke, never done heroin, or PCP. Or meth. Or meth. Ketamine. Ketamine. I- I've accidentally done meth. Uh, accidentally. Because I was told that it was um, Molly, yeah, and yeah, yeah. I did, I was like, <laughs> cut with it. Oh, that's meth. <laughs> <laughs> this is going to be a long ride. Good golly, that's not Molly. <laughs> yeah, good golly, that was not Molly. And like, my night was feel so jolly. <laughs> <laughs> I don't feel so jolly right now. Like, oh yeah, so that, that's how I accidentally did meth. But um, with the weed thing, like, that feeling that I got of like my stomach and knots and shit was um, like, so at first I thought, okay, I better go pull the trigger and like, you know, puke. I must be getting oh, sick. Yeah, better go kill myself. No, that's what, it's a common phrase like where I come from. If like you drank too much or something like that and you're like, well, better go get sick. I, pull, I better go pull the trigger, stick your finger down the throat. And, yeah, I've done that a few times. Yeah, so that's what we called it. But anyway, um, no, I was not talking about suicidal ideation. Um, so, um, like, uh, yeah, I went to go puke and nothing was coming out. I was like, ugh, ugh, why can't, why don't I not feel better? Oh my God, I feel like shit. And like, um, after I like calmed down for a bit, I was like, okay, what the fuck was that? And finally, like, I did some research and it's not a common, like, effect, but that was my first time I actually ever had an anxiety attack. That's what it was. That's why I stopped. Yeah, man. It was fucked. I was like, what the f-? I was getting, like, many panic attacks, like, from weed. Like, I'd get way yeah. too high, and I would just, like, freak out for no reason. Like, nothing was wrong, and then I'd wake up the next day, and I'll think to myself, like, what was wrong with me? Like, why was I like that? <laughs> so I just ended up stopped smoking less and less and less until I rarely do now. So. I mean, it's deep enough in the podcast that... I know my boyfriend's not gonna listen to this anyway. Like, um, he doesn't care. About I just did some cocaine. Like, <laughs> oh yeah, I took a big old bump speed before I came in here. No, like, but I still, you know, chew tobacco. Yeah, yeah. Terrible fucking habit. He, I was gonna ask, was gonna you, ask you earlier. Like, did you, did you ever let your boyfriend know about that? <laughs> well, here's the thing: is that he's caught. He's caught me like once. Mm-hmm. Like he saw the you know circular thing in my um, pocket. He was like. I know you're not happy to see me, so what the hell's the deal with that? And like, you know, I was like, yeah, I just do it on occasion, and like, you know, just pick it up. And he was like, well, enjoy your mouth cancer. And that's doctor boyfriend um, underspeak for I'm really pissed that you did that. So, like, I feel that as much as I do it, I think that he knows, and it's just like an unspoken thing. But of course, I'm not going to go up to him and be like, "Hey, do you know? Hey, do you know? Yeah, hey, you know that I did, right?" And I don't like I make a lot of effort to like pop in a mint before I go into the house. That's usually how it goes with that kind of thing, you know. Like they might not feel like it's their responsibility to make you stop, so they don't really stay on you about it. I'm like, it's kind of up to the 
person. Is that like, like a thing in gay relationships? Because my wife is all, <laughs> all, all, all the things that bring you happiness, stop it. <laughs> Hashtag happy marriage. Of, uh, <laughs> things that bring us happiness. What I'm hungry. What what time? Yeah, How long we been going? I think I'm we're I think hungry. we're about done here. How long we've we been going? An hour fifty. About to be. Oh shit! Almost two hours. All right. Nice. Yep. I was starving when I got here. Dude, now you're famous. He said something. A, a level of club playing. Shit! Fuck that mic, right? I actually thought I was gonna pass out. <laughs> Kyle said something about being hungry earlier, like yeah. probably forty-five minutes ago, and we just kind of like, yeah, fuck that. <laughs> you offered me wings. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I did offer you yeah. wings. That's right. And then you didn't take them, and it's like, all right. <laughs> They're right there if you want any. Gluten-free. Are they gluten? <laughs> I don't fucking know. Are they full of gluten? <laughs> what? If it's got, if it's got, Are they gluten it's got injected? flour, probably not gluten. Okay. No, they're not braided. They're just regular. Oh, they're baked? No, they're fucking fried. Oh. Well, no, there's no bread. No, no, hey, you Siri, have to hey, Siri, our fucking chicken wings. God damn it. I don't think they are. I found this on the web. Hey, Siri, our bugging chicken. <laughs> <laughs> Am I Brigante? Brigana nuts? Okay. How do you use a Hey Siri, are chicken wings gluten free? Okay, I found this on the web for our chicken wings gluten free. Check it out. You didn't fucking answer a goddamn thing. <laughs> Read the article, you asshole. Hey, Are chicken wings gluten-free? According to the glutenfreebar.com, they are very much closer to contains gluten than gluten-free. <laughs> That's a new. The gluten-free confidence score is a 3 out of 10. So, so the, the, the risk with that type of stuff is like even if you even if it was like made with like a Almond flour or some shit like that. You still have yeah. a risk with with that stuff of being a cross cross contaminated. Oh yeah, yeah. that's serious so, shit, yeah. man. Right, that's serious. That's like really, shit. yeah. At work, we have a couple older people that are like that, like that celiac disease, and like it's serious shit. Like when they come to eat, but our chef's always a dickhead. He's always act pissy about it. Like they will die if you fuck this. <laughs> 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 Stupid shit. <laughs> he's, he's like, okay, I'll make it gluten free. Start salt bands. <laughs> salt salt bands of gluten on it. Yeah, I'm about some wheat flour. Yeah, it's just labeled gluten. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, I guess everybody's hungry, right? Yeah, are we, are we cutting this? I'm hungo. Oh, you hungry? <laughs> are you hungry? Ooh, I love that that uh, meme where the guy's talking about uh, this R key missing, so he's replacing all the R's with W's. Oh yeah, <laughs> this dreadful ooh language. Oh, U W U ooh. Sounds like Elmer Fudd. Sort of. I think it's based off. What is what is ooh supposed to be? It's it's an emoji of um. That's what like weebs and like other like. Furries and shit when they're talking like cutesy and shit with them. I'm like, um, oh, please have me, daddy. Ooh, oh, yeah. like that. <laughs> and they do the uh, Iago eyes or whatever. Uh, yeah. So this has been another episode of Babbling and Dabbling. Babbling and Dabbling. Babbling and Dabbling. 
We a podcast. <laughs> <laughs> that doesn't apply. I said that weird. <laughs> we a podcast. We a podcast. You I'm got it. Here. We a fucking podcast. podcast. Forget about it. We a fucking podcast. We're a fucking podcast. You understand me, you red bastard? I'm talking here. <laughs> All right. I, we don't know how to end the show. Just play the fucking outro. The intro slash outro. Oh, hey, like and subscribe oh, us. Subscribe. All right, and check us out on. Yeah, um, bitch, slap that like button. Smack <laughs> that like button. And if you're only seeing us on YouTube, check us out on Anchor.fm. We are all over the goddamn place thanks to it. So yeah, there's yeah. an exit for you. Woo! Uh, welcome to the show. This is babbling and dabbling. You already know we are podcast. Yeah, we babbling and dabbling. I can't. Dabbling and dabbling. All right, bye, guys, girls, non-gender conforming people of the world. We love you. We love you. Yeah, we babbling and dabbling, babbling and dabbling, babbling and dabbling. Uh. <laughs> Go for it.